Radio. This is what Steve's afraid he's going to come home exactly. to. Exactly. If I come home to a deer eating my Doritos, I'm going to be very upset. Yeah, my permission to eat the deer. <laughs> Babe, I don't need your permission to eat that deer. Hey, howdy, howdy. Hey, how's hey. it going? Hey, going all right. How are you guys doing? Oh, pretty good. All right. Squiggle, Looks squiggle. like we're recording. All right. Excellent. Squiggling and wiggling. What more could you want? Squiggly, squiggly, squiggly. <laughs> how you doing, man? Doing all right, man. How you guys doing? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. The uh the mother-in-law is moving in for a bit. It's gonna be great. Oh, I was gonna yeah. say you went uh, pretty good. No, it's it's gonna be good. It's just you know, it's 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 every married man's dream for his mother-in-law to be moving in for any amount of time. That's yeah. true. You know? Obviously. But no, she's she's great. She's she's like the best mother-in-law you could have, pretty much. Is she though? <laughs> That's good. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> she's not the worst. No, nah, yeah, she's she's vaccinated. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that is also true. <laughs> That's fair, be... yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's it's my mom and both of her dogs and her oh. parakeet. So you get you you've adopted an entire family, not just yes. not just the mom. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we're happy that she's getting out of a she's leaving her boyfriend who I like Dennis well enough, but let's just say there's a reason why he was a bachelor for 40 years before they started dating. Ooh, that's a stretch. <laughs> 40? Yeah. That's about as long as I've been around. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they're in their 70s. Fair, fair. I guess he, the, the 30 years, he, he was like, ah, relationships. I'll give him a break for the next 40. <laughs> I'm gonna take a time out and end up being his like retirement speech. Yeah, yeah. Basically, got divorced <laughs> and thought, "Damn, I prefer living alone." And then my mom moved in. Well, in there, am I right? <laughs> yeah. And then my mom moves in for a while. See, and... Maybe just high five there. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, all good. <laughs> no, yeah, it's gonna be fun though. I'm excited for it. And now your mom's uh, just gonna go hitchhiking across to Australia. I, I yeah. wish that was how she was moving out here, but uh, <laughs> apparently she's got more stuff. Stacy Keach has quit. 
No, no, it's Q-U-I-D. D is in death, the young girls are Creighton. Jamie Lee Curtis is Hitch. Looking for a little adventure. I could go to Disneyland for a little adventure. What I'm looking for is a little excitement. <gasps> Road games. Across 1,600 miles of desert highway, they're playing games of violence and sudden death. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are kicking off Roadkill Month what? with 1981's Road Games. Oh, yeah. Oh, but babe, we, we couldn't do this movie alone. We couldn't? That's right. We needed the one, the only Eddie Ping, the ex Jefferson from the Bloody Bits Horror Show. Welcome, Eddie. Hey, thank you so much. And you know what? I'm gonna take that that clip of you doing the uh, ting sound, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna use that going forward, Steve. Thank you guys so much for having me on. And at the beginning of Roadkill Month, too, man, I I feel honored. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just picturing uh, Yobo hearing that for the first time. Like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, ping. <laughs> excellent yes thank you for joining us was this your first time watching road games yes it was and my god was it a pleasure right uh we this is what our third time watching it but it was like like a year year and a half ago was our first time watching Mm. yeah Mm. last year for october we watched was it last year the year before actually I don't know. At some point, we watched one of the uh, those documentaries, like hundred greatest horror movies of all time. It was the Osploitation. Osploitation. Yeah. That's what it was. Osploitation. Ah. So it was two years ago. Yeah. Because we watched that after we interviewed friend of the podcast Brian Trenchard Smith. That's right. We really found out fell down an Osploitation hole, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we were like, hold on, Stacy Keach. We love Stacy Keach. Jamie Lee Curtis. We love Jamie Lee Curtis. Australia. Fucking end. <laughs> I mean, what's love not Australia. to love? Right? Dog companion? Well, dingo <laughs> companion. Dingo. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want to spoil the ending. <laughs> yes. It's such a major plot point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, before we get into it, babe, I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty. Like I'm like I'm in the south of Australia driving fifteen hundred miles across it or something. Oh man. Well, I have for you from you into brewing. Hazy Nosh IPA. Little Nosh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as always, you uh, Uinta gives you the terrible advice of uh, forget the map, pass the Uinta. Definitely pack the map, y'all. Especially <laughs> if you're going across. Don't blur with you. <laughs> and uh, it's 5% alcohol by volume. Gonna pop this top. Oh, my top. Nice. And the pour. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful straw-colored IPA, a little bit hazy, has a gorgeous foamy head, lots of medium-sized bubbles. Medium-sized bubbles and burning green. There yeah. we go. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice citrusy kind of aroma on it. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
uh, going in for the sip. Yeah, just like a little, uh, yeah, it's basically kind of like orange juice, a little bit of pine yeah. in there too, but hmm. yeah, mostly just citrus and nice little malty backbone too to kind of balance it out. But yeah, not a bad little beer. Yeah. Eddie, you uh, drinking anything on your end? Uh, no, not today, actually. I'm doing some water. We're, we're having a little bit of a warmer uh, spell here in Southern California, but but it finally cooled off a little bit today. So now for now, it's just it's water and it's this. Um, what is this one that I'm smoking? Well, I'm not smoking because I don't smoke. I use a, a pen, but a rainbow sherbet indica blend from, from Northern Harvest California Indoor Cannabis Company completely legal so yeah we're gonna have our little uh weed sommelier review here <laughs> mm. well it's uh uh it tastes like weed but it it uh makes me not care about things so much <laughs> perfect for this movie so 10 out of 10 yeah, five stars right <laughs> oh yeah that's northern what, what was it what was the the company northern indoor uh northern harvest california small batch premium indoor cannabis company Man, that's a mouthful yeah basically their entire farm (laughs) is a basement oh yeah yeah it's a series of tubs in some guy's garage (laughs) and he's like listening to limp biscuit (laughs) it's one of those days yeah (laughs) i'm sorry uh oh no it's papa roach is the uh the song of my songs of my people from sacramento (laughs) sorry they were so popular at the same time good old cake and papa roach (laughs) yeah see if you're gonna if you're gonna claim sacramento then why don't you go deftones over papa roach (laughs) deftones aren't as funny as papa roach (laughs) that's fair they are not as funny that's true hey by the way r.i.p to smash mouth oh r.i.p yeah. Also from Sacramento, yeah, uh, you guys should all check out Stereo Mud. They didn't do a whole heck of a lot, like nationwide, mm. but solid band. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Utah, we still got uh, Tabernacle Choir, Donny Osmond, and Air Supply. Yeah. I think that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, Road Games. Oh, damn, baby, you're just drinking this thing. I haven't even had a full sip yet. <laughs> it's just all head. <laughs> there we go. Must be a thick head because I got like three ounces in here. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Road Games uh, from writer director Richard Franklin. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, you might know him from And His Ghost May Be Heard. That's apparently a title of the movie. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> or The True Story of Eskimo Nell. All right. Mm, no. All right. How about Phantasm with an F? Not that, hey. not that Phantasm. Mm. <laughs> No. I think it came out around the same time, so I'm sure there was zero confusion. <laughs> oh, it's more like one of those asylum films. Oh, maybe. Well, mm. yeah, but yeah, the asylum version was back in the 70s or whatever. Uh, what, yeah. The yeah. Corman version? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just everything Corman made. Yeah. Uh, then we start getting into some pretty heavy hitters like Patrick. Who's he, Steve? No. <laughs> the, the movie. I see whenever it's one of those like uh, serial killer from the point of view of serial killer kind of movies in the late 70s it's a pretty good one I've, I've, <laughs> okay. uh, this and then he got the balls to do Psycho 2 wow what kind of balls <laughs> do you have to have to make a sequel to the second best horror movie of 1960 yeah it's pretty impressive to be like I'm going to take another stab at Hitchcock <laughs> and, and you know what 
it's actually not that bad. <laughs> Even the third one wasn't yeah. that bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, surprising. They were a lot better than you would imagine, for sure. And then uh, after Psycho 2, followed that up with Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. We have <laughs> yep. that on Laserdisc. Yep, we do have that on Laserdisc. Wow. Yeah, that was a staple in the Jefferson household, man. Let me tell you. Yes. Um, and, of course, something else we have uh, that we absolutely love, Link. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Another classic. Uh, Elizabeth Shue and a, a mm-hmm. monkey butler and Terrence Stamp. Oh, what more could you want? Bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth Shue's first, Shue's first nude scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with a monkey. So bonus. Yeah. Uh, they followed it up with FX2. Ooh. That that is not great. I remember watching that one. <laughs> the, the first one, it's like it's okay. Second one, it's like all right, we get it. Yeah, yeah we're good. <laughs> it's kind of like Crocodile Dundee movies that way. It's like oh, okay, that was kind of fun. The second one's like all right, that was all right, I guess. And then the, the third one, like <laughs> yeah. Lost in Los Angeles or whatever, it's like oh, stop it, Paul. Oh Just yeah. Just stop. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't remember uh, watching Crocodile Dundee 1 and being like, I could use some more of this. <laughs> I, I think I was good. I, I think I've actually seen the third one the most times. The Los Angeles one? Los Angeles oh. one. Not because I wanted to, but because I that was the one that was like on the like Super Sunday movie of the week thing. You know, mm. the local the, channel. The ironically named Super... <laughs> <laughs> There's a hilarious story about that movie from the uh, the two guys that wrote it. Uh, <laughs> that apparently uh, they wrote it just as like a goof because one of their manager came to them and was like, "Hey, do you guys want to write another Crocodile Dundee movie?" And they're like, "Of course we do. That's money." So <laughs> they did, and uh, I guess Paul Hogan took a pass at the script, changed like one percent of every joke. So it'd be like, okay, well, what about this one? If instead of uh, maybe at a parking lot, he's at a uh, parking in front of a restaurant, but then the exact same thing happens just so he could take the writer's credit. Yeah. Or like an apostrophe instead of a vowel or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just just stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Just, just like semantic bullshit. So he changed enough of it so he could get the writer's credit. The two guys ended up having to like sue just to get their name on the uh, the the on the box of it, effectively, and uh, they ended up going to the premiere, even though Paul Hogan fucking hated, it. <laughs> <laughs> which rules. Uh, just just out of spite with an open bar, and yeah, yeah. I, I, oh I yeah, did. oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'd go to it, and I didn't write it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? A crocodile Dundee premiere. Sign me up. We've, we've gone to a couple premieres like that. Just Ooh, the, yeah. the special screenings and stuff. Where, <laughs> okay, so so there is a picture of me with uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger and um, uh, Bella Thorne, I think is the, the actress from a little movie called Midnight Sun. Don't worry. I know you haven't heard mm. of it. <laughs> you said Patrick Schwarzenegger and, and immediately my mind went to Grown Ups too. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it, but I assume he's in there. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah he is in there that was the one uh, i had to work but that was the one where she was dying of beautiful disease right that's the one yep which was a ripoff of a movie starring a, bl- a black girl that came out the year before where she was dying of beautiful disease guys it would amaze you how many uh teenagers dying of beautiful disease movies there are out there 
<laughs> it's it's true to apparently it's not just a boy in a plastic bubble or whatever that Travolta movie was. No, it's a girl who lives in a uh, plastic existence. Yeah, take that, mm-hmm. Bill Thorne. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. So after FX, do uh, smaller movies like Running Delilah, Brilliant Lies, some TV movies, uh, some episodes of The Lost World and Beastmaster. <laughs> And then a movie in 2003 called Visitors. It's not the one you're probably thinking of, though. This is the one about Rada Mitchell uh, sailing across the world solo. Mm. No yeah. way. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Richard Franklin passed away in 2007. Aww. Um, Aww. But then there's his writing buddy, Everett DeRoche. Who's he? Uh, he did some Aussie TV, Patrick, The Long Weekend, Harlequin, This... Razorback Link. Oh, classic Razorback. That's right. Oh, we saw that a couple months ago for the first time. With awesome stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, love me some animal exploitation movies. Oh, and speaking of our yeah, buddy we... uh, Brian Trenchard Smith, he also uh, wrote The Quest. The uh, Not the <gasps> Jean Claude Van Damme movie, but the, the one with the kid from E.T. <laughs> uh, not as good, mm-hmm. but acceptable. Yeah, we. I just remember we covered Razorback back in uh, 2021 oh, on Bloody shit. Bits. Yeah. What's the Bloody Bits? What is yeah. it? Oh, it's a horror movie podcast I'm on sometimes. Anyhow. <laughs> it's the best horror movie podcast. What happens well, if you, you join the Patreon? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Bloody Bits is a horror movie podcast that happens once a week. We're covering the decade of the 90s one month at a time. Uh, well, one year at a time per month. I know it's very convoluted, but if you listen, it makes a lot more sense. Thank <laughs> you. You can go to bloodybits.com, check that out, and get access to the Blood Bank with over 6,500 movies. That's three times what's on Hulu. Woo! One of those being 1981's Road Games. <laughs> yes, that's where I watched it. <laughs> but of course, starring in this movie, the reason we're all here, Stacey Keach mm-hmm. as Patrick Anthony Quid. Woo! Like British Sterling? I- if if there was one um, characteristic or trait of Stacy Keach that stands out, what would you say it is? Cocky. Yeah. yeah. Every I, single I, thing he go... does, he does cocky. <laughs> yeah, say Titus's dad. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, we're talking about actual. <laughs> no, <roles>. no. But... <laughs> well, that works too. I, I was gonna go mustache. Yeah. Because he's got a hell of a mustache. He does have on. a hell of a mustache. <gasps> this movie can be on the mustachioed podcast. Oh shit! <laughs> Certainly could. <laughs> yeah, he's like a he's like Tom Atkins. If Tom Atkins would uh, spout poetry throughout a movie. Yeah, the thinking man's Tom Atkins yeah, is Stacy yeah. Keach. <laughs> yeah, if anybody out there has not seen Titus, watch it. It's hilarious. It's a good show. And yeah, the the I love the episode where they have to get the dad drinking again yes. <laughs> because he's such an asshole. <laughs> Also starring in this movie, uh, young woman by the name of Jamie Lee Curtis as Hitch. Um, That's insane. (laughs) I told my wife about it. She's like, what the fuck is she doing in that movie? I said, yeah, it's 19, what, 81? 81, yeah. She's like fresh off the fog or like Halloween 2 or something. Yeah, she's doing whatever she can is what she's doing. Yeah. And, within and a she's year, doing with, a hell of a job. Oh yeah, within a year or so, she'd have to show her tits to stay in Hollywood and trading places, right? So. No. <laughs> Fair, yeah. She had just done uh, Terror Train, I think, was 80. 
Did you guys ever see that one? That's a good one. No, I don't that, think I've seen that. I think I saw the one that was like, what was it 2008 that had like Bradley Cooper or some shit in it? But... Oh, yeah. No, this is a fun one. Uh, David Copperfield's actually <laughs> in it. What? what? <laughs> yeah, he plays, get this, a magician. Whoa. What? Yeah. <laughs> and that's also on the blood bank. So. Ooh. Oh, and I'm sorry, I, I mis I mispronounced her name. Academy Award winner Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. true. Right. Keep forgetting. <laughs> and uh really the only other person you know in this movie is legendary stuntman Grant Page as Smith Woo! or Jones. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh when we, first time we watched the suit, again, we're huge fans of, like Brian Trenchard Smith movies and stuff, and Grant Page is in like all of them. Some of them as like the main star. And so when he popped up as the bag, I'm like, wait, what? How did we not know this? Right. <laughs> We're going to yeah. see some stunts. <laughs> Certainly an odd choice for the, for the bad guy. <laughs> Cause he looks kind of like a bird. <laughs> I love me some Grant page. And like, it was one of those things where it was like, he was so scruffy in this. I was like, yeah, man, that guy oh, looks yeah. a lot like Grant page. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, that looks like if some bad shit happened to Grant Page. You ever wonder what Grant Page would look like if he got on heroin? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's road game. It kind of looks like look like that guy from Stunt Rock. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we all watched it on the Blood Bank, guys. If you want to watch it at home and for some reason you're not on uh, Bloody Bits Horror Patreon, first off, what the hell? Mm -hmm. uh, right? Secondly, what the hell are you even doing with your life? <laughs> mm -hmm. Secondly, this is also on Peacock. What? And Tubi, and YouTube, and Pluto TV. You can't hide from this movie, so... Yeah. It's out there. Yeah, we're, we're going to spoil it. Go check it out. It's 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 pretty good. Yeah, totally worth a watch. Absolutely. This is, like I said, this is my first time watching it, and I had a great time. So. Spoiler alert. I love this little movie. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, we start off in a motel, and uh, we see a little semi pulling up, and uh, we see Stacy Keach in there, find out his name, you know, Patrick Anthony Quid, or whatever. Um, but he's got his little dingo buddy Boswell there with him, and uh, yeah. you know he he's a trucker, so he's just kind of talking to himself and his dog, and that's going to be about ninety percent of the dialogue in this movie. <laughs> Stacy <laughs> Keach about... does not stop talking this entire movie. This is a road trip with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got to do something because a lot of this movie really just takes place in the cab of the truck. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, very very much so. like a, a oh, what is it called? Uh, Oh, there's like a whole name for it when you like have limited scenery for a movie. Hmm. Oh, like, like a the, contained like two location or whatever, like one location, two locations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Damn it! I lost it's a lot like like rear window, like that. I don't know what the term is, but yeah, like rear window, where it's all from like mm -hmm. the perspective of one person, basically his entire movie. But you're you're there with them and usually in one location even though this is all over the south of australia we'll find out yeah <laughs> yeah luckily we get some uh, exposition from a lady on the cb radio uh basically saying hey you you haven't slept in days but uh we also need you know need a load of meat to be taken across the country because they, they have some meat worker the, strike they yeah. got strikes in the south they need meat. There's so much conversation about the meat workers strike and the union that goes on in this movie that ultimately leads to nothing. Well, that's Doesn't why he's got to push so hard, though. Yeah, yeah, that's like the the, the urgency, the the ticking clock, maybe because you know how yeah. how can the people in Perth or whatever have their pudding if they don't eat their meat? Right. Yeah. This is a national <laughs> well, dilemma. Plus, we like we find out that 
what was it the the woman's husband that he runs into like he has something to do with shutting out the union so, people like yeah, it's so weird yeah this was the first time i had actually caught that the the like the uh the, the frugals or whatever oh no the days that's mm-hmm. right that was the last name he he thought that it was frugal or whatever but yeah like the whole day family is like oh yeah he's like the head accountant of the meat workers union or something and he was like yeah. being chased by angry meat workers or something yeah they even killed the family dog yeah i'm like jesus christ i completely either didn't pay attention to that the first couple times watching the movie or what but there's so much else happening you like yeah you gotta you really do have to watch this movie a couple of times to get all the subtleties yeah yeah it'll be little things too like he'll be talking while he's listening to the radio and if you pay attention to what the radio is covering you get some of the like background effect of what's happening in the story relative to the rest of the world yeah definitely but uh long and short of it basically he hasn't slept in a while but they're like oh they really need the meat so i guess we'll pay you double if you do and he's like all right cool see you at 5 a.m and i'll do the pickup and so uh he also notices this uh this green van pulling up and a guy uh with a hitchhiker you know going to the front of the motel and getting a room because he was he wanted to get a room and this guy with the green van took the last uh uh, hitchhiker slash prostitute i guess and took the last room in the motel son of a bitch but hey that's what you get for yakking on that cb radio too damn much you know right (laughs) too much flirting with the dispatcher yeah so then uh yeah so he's gonna sleep in the truck but luckily we gotta see what's going on in that motel room because we see uh Naked chick playing guitar for some reason. It happens. And I've got to say, this this movie is really beautifully shot too. Like yeah. the, the the scene of her sitting on the uh, bed playing the guitar, and you can just see the light coming from the bathroom. It, it's it's framed and it looks really fantastic. Oh yeah, and like, like when he uh, opens the bathroom door and you get all the steam and mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus the only light that's in there, there's like a red lampshade on it, so all the light is kind of got this red tint to it see in the in the bathroom there he's he's got some gloves on what the mm-hmm. what's he planning to do to this girl am I and, right? a, and he's got a guitar string yeah oh oh shit he's gonna use like garage wire <laughs> and, and the thing that got me was like uh, he's, like she saw him like dangling the string or whatever like in front of her and she just has this like i don't know doll like stare at it like oh. she's just so young and naive she had no idea what was gonna happen yes <laughs> Well, maybe she thought he was going to put an extra string on the guitar for her. Yeah. I mean, Steve, you were the one who was talking about uh, you would never tune a guitar naked oh, because no. you wouldn't want to snap oh, a... Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. I was waiting for like, get up that G string. Ding, ding, ding. Ah! <laughs> My nip. Oh. It just pops and snaps you right in the nutsack. Oh, no, I'm good. No, no, no. <laughs> I have to write a song about it and here he go. But... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so then we, uh, you know, basically as he's like about the Joker, we basically like just cut to uh, uh, Stacey Keach waking up in the morning when, uh, was it like some kids are like kicking over some garbage cans? Somebody was kicking yeah. over some garbage cans. Oh no, Boz, the has kids... to go, Boz has to go pee. So he lets Boz out and then Boz is uh, messing oh. with the, the well, trash cans. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we get the kids though, because uh, the note I have is it looks like it's the kids from the Affix Twin Come to Daddy video. <laughs> Just running through the street, knocking everything over like a bunch of bastards. Yeah, damn Aussie kids. Anyway. 
Well, you can't. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because yeah, it's definitely kids. Because like, you open the door, and I'm like, yeah, kill him, boy. <laughs> yeah, kill. <laughs> no, instead, he runs over to a trash can. Yeah, and he's uh, the dog starts like smelling around. Like, mm, what's this? Mm, this smells good. Like, Dogs love trash. Yeah, our dog found trash today. Yeah, oh yeah, he did. Nice little uh, piece of aluminum foil he was just carrying around like it was his prized possession. We're like, can we have that? But he's like, no, and like run away. <laughs> but uh, but Buzz, he's uh, he's checking out those garbage bags. Uh, meanwhile, Quip kind of looks up and notices that weird guy like just peeking out from behind the the curtains mm-hmm. or whatever in his room and watching the dog play in the trash or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, huh, that's odd. Why? Why would somebody be up at like 5 a.m. watching a dog play with trash or whatever? And I'm just like, honestly, Probably first, got woken up by the shit kids. Exactly what I was thinking. Like, yeah, yeah. Guys, I, yeah. I, I'm going to spoil it. For about 90% of this movie, I'm like, is is this guy really a killer? Or But that's, that's part, <laughs> that's, of, that's part like, of the fun thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't know, like, is this all in Quid's head? <laughs> you know, he's sort of taken to flights of fancy. We, you know. He uh, he definitely animates his life to keep himself from being bored. True, true. And yeah, basically from there we cut to uh, Quid picking up uh, what like three hundred and fifty racks of meat. Just oh, so many delicious so yeah, racks. It's like a bunch of pigs that have been split and then they're hung up like a side of beef. Is it? They're side pork. Yeah. 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 But then uh, while showing off these slabs of meat, we get the title card: Road Games, all one word. And uh, we get some credits, blah, blah, blah. And while while the credits are going, you, know, like, you hear this like harmonica music going pretty loud. And then you oh, see Stacy Keach has his harmonica playing it like there in the in the meat thing. And I'm like, they wouldn't allow that shit. Someone would have like held a cleaver and like, hey, you stole that shit. <laughs> yeah, imagine like so. your job is just like loading this truck and the asshole truck driver is just playing his fucking harmonica. <laughs> Yeah, so weird connection with Keech's and uh, the the harmonica because he's got like a neck strap slash brace that holds the harmonica for him while he drives. Yeah, right. So uh, back in 1985, this movie called, came out called Moving Violations, and it stars uh, Bill Murray's brother John Murray. Mm-hmm. It also, as the antagonist, has uh, James Keech, Stacy Keech's brother. Ooh. So, which is very odd. And in the beginning of it, um, John Murray, who's the the cool guy, he's he's driving in a truck playing a harmonica on one of those oh, weird little neck things. Huh. And see, I'd only seen him like yeah. a loose traveler concert or something before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? So, so maybe maybe the Keach family. You think they like make those braces for harmonicas back in the eighties? And they're like, all right, look, we'll be in your movie, but we need some product placement. Maybe, yeah. I mean, they definitely own stock. Because yeah. <laughs> I've never seen them elsewhere. Or like you said, Blues Traveler. So. <laughs> Occasionally Steve Tyler will pull one out. Even the band's like, whoa, Steve, what are you doing? No, stop, yeah. stop that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's another scarf. <laughs> yeah, they just keep distracting him with scarf. Look over here, buddy. Look over here. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh... Yeah, then, uh, what happens Yeah, we basically get uh, Stacey Keach out on the road, and he's just, like, spouting poetry and talking to his dog and judging the other drivers. And, you know, you see a guy like, yeah, a station he's... wagon full of all of the sports balls. You're like, that guy's got a lot of balls. 
correct. <laughs> and he's really good at like profiling people just by by looking at them. Yeah, he's like, I'll bet he's an accountant. That seems like a lame job he would have. But the wife's a real tart, you know. <laughs> I bet she never yeah. stops talking. Oh, and the kids yeah. in the uh, the kids are in the um, they have the full face makeup. Oh yeah, kiss. like kiss. Yeah, yeah. They're in the kiss oh, face yeah. makeup. <laughs> they are definitely knights in Satan's service or whatever. Right. <laughs> Like, I'm just picturing, like, trying to go on a road trip when I was, I don't know, what, 9, 10, maybe these kids are. Yeah. Um, like, before we leave the house, I'm going to put full kiss makeup on. <laughs> whatever, we're going across the freeway to Perth or whatever, so have at it. <laughs> we're on the run from the law, so yeah, any <laughs> any face face paint will do, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, I feel like... Uh, yeah, especially, like, my, my... the back seat of that car in the fucking heat, uh... and you're just wearing face paint? Man, forget that. <sighs> yeah. But uh, yeah, long and short of it, Stacey, she's driving to Perth and it's like, uh, I, I, I don't know if it's 1,500 miles or kilometers or whatever, but it's, it's it, he's got a long way to go and a short time to get there, but he's going to do what they say can't be done. So, <laughs> In fact, uh, he sees a hitchhiker along the side of the road and he's like, nope, not today, Satan, and uh, keeps driving past his first one. But uh, but we, 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 we see the hat and uh, I guess we're supposed to remember that for later when we see that hat. Yeah, mm. and uh, we yes. we find out he does have a proclivity for games because he's playing the, uh, was it the um, the the car model games so the license plate game? Oh like, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, my Rolls Royce beats your uh, your two station wagons and a VW. <laughs> but, but who's he playing against, babe? Buzzwords. Right. <laughs> Trying to beat road games yeah. against a dingo. So he's lost his mind, basically. This we're watching the slow descent into madness, and where where that takes Stacy Keach. Yeah, he's a little sleep deprived, you know. But this is road trips with Izzy. Never stops <laughs> yes, talking. Eerily similar to road trips with Izzy, as it except for out. I hate games. So it's just me oh, yeah. making up stories about the other passengers and judging them. Oh, we me. we do games on road trips. We'll do the uh, I'm thinking of. Uh, whatever that that comes up later in here uh, they do the i spy but we did like i'm thinking of uh tits 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 yeah it's usually tits <laughs> <laughs> that's true is it a jackal it's a jackal oh wait <laughs> it's a jackal with tits it's the band jackal yeah the band jackal but they all have like double g's big fucking danglers yeah. yeah big fucking danglers they pull out that chainsaw to play the guitar oh they can play the guitar with their danglers yeah. oh, my brother saw them in concert i still don't know why <laughs> they're, they're, they're not bad it's it's look no, if you want acdc light jackal <laughs> yeah 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 i like acdc but sometimes those tiny men are just too much for me <laughs> i like acdc but i'd rather keep it casual today yeah, yeah like acdc is oh, a little i want, I want every other rock band <laughs> every other generic rock band but it's a guy that sounds like brian johnson to be singing is that is that too much to how, about if, how about if acdc couldn't really put together a whole album <laughs> that's what we're looking for i'm look, looking for acdc biz cash <laughs> look guys look guys i'm gonna say it right here i know it's cliche for a reason acdc is the chuck berry of rock bands but, it's, <laughs> yeah. but they all rock 
if you can have three songs as long as they all rock Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just keep remaking the same three songs. It worked for ACDC, it worked for Kiss, it worked for U2. Yeah. Yeah? I mean, really, it worked for Bon Jovi? Yeah, true. Yeah, true, true. (laughs) So, yeah, apparently he was uh, listening to Jackal as he crosses Australia. No. Um. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be a much different movie. (laughs) Yeah. Then then maybe he'd be agreeing with the racist graffiti in the bathroom. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, along the way, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Boswell notices someone uh, getting behind him. And he's like, what is it, boy? What is it? He looks back, and it's that green van from back at the motel. Uh, uh, by the way, this is the noise that sushi makes when a dirt bike or a motorcycle gets behind us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't like that guy. <laughs> He will, like, crawl into the back. So, like, I have a, an old Honda, like a 90s Honda, and it has mm-hmm. that little uh, the little spot where cats like to crawl up into on road trips over the back yeah, window. Yeah. The 60-pound dog tries to crawl up in there to growl. <laughs> the window perch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, the van's, like, like brighten his ass pretty much, and, like, not really trying to pass him, just kind of like peeking around for whatever reason. Um, oh, sorry, so behind that, the guy uh, towing a boat across the country. I'm like, all right, I, I guess that's the thing you can do. Um, but eventually the guy at the boat's like, oh, yeah, pass me, pass me. So the semi and the van's still right up on his ass or whatever and ends up like kicking up a rock or something to shatter the, the dude with the boat's windshield or whatever. And... That leads to him swerving off the road, and I'm like, well, that guy's fucking day's ruined, but oh well. Right? <laughs> but then uh, then the van does start passing the semi, and he notices that uh, instead of a passenger, like the lady friend he was supposed to be hanging out with last night, uh, first off, I'll, if, if it's a hitchhiker or a hooker, you'd pay him to leave, right? Anyway. Yeah, either way. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, uh, but he notices pa- the little passenger side there, there's a little, uh, little cooler, uh, where was the yeah. red, like, igloo or whatever the red top yep. the like igloo yeah yeah, yeah. But, like you could fit like a 12 pack in yeah yeah quid he starts thinking to himself huh that's weird where's where's the girl he was with <laughs> blah 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 I'm like well you, you yeah. know where the, he is, the girl is she's back in the, the last city or whatever right like, why would he be up at 5 a.m uh watch trash collectors it's weird right sure Anyway, so then the radio comes in, and uh, we get some exposition about random body parts being found in different cities or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a very subtle way to let you know what's going on, right? Because you're just driving along, and then, like, uh, by the way, there's a person chopping women up and putting their body parts all over Australia. Yeah, there was a there was a hand in Elizabeth Town and a leg found in Didgeridoo, and, you know, police are saying they're, they're definitely not related, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> the cops are like, that's probably got nothing to do with that. Yeah, people lose limbs all the time in Australia. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that, that's true. Because he has that argument or that discussion about like, you know, you know, if you lose your arm, you throw it in the trash. That's not a crime. I'm like, I think it might be. I mean, it depends on the means of which it was removed, I guess. But <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, man, I cut myself shaving. You end up throwing your arm away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd have questions for sure. <laughs> Band-Aid just ain't doing it. You know? I seem to remember, <laughs> at least in the U.S., that like, like if you have something amputated, you're allowed to keep it. But, like, mm-hmm. if you're going to dispose of it, you have to dispose of it in, like, a like a medically appropriate way. And the only legal way yeah. of uh, disposing of it is eating it, correct? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. Serving it to your friends. Yeah. Like the guy did with his uh, le- uh, foot tacos. Yeah. I remember it came up. There's a guy. It, it, it actually came up uh, in Sacramento when I was like in high school because somebody bought. <laughs> oh, somebody bought a barbecue at a yard sale. And they got it home, and they mm. opened it up, and there was a foot in a jar. Uh, apparently, tacos. <laughs> apparently, the previous owner had forgotten his amputated foot in there. <laughs> <laughs> that he kept in the barbecue? Apparently, he put it in the barbecue. <laughs> I was, well, I'm I was trying to think of a funnier it. place to, to put it. I was thinking a shoebox. Like. <laughs> Somebody opens up like, holy crap, my shoe's missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah where'd my shoe go no uh, what's funny is that just came up recently because um so there's this game runescape it's like a browser-based mmo right and uh there's a way that you can like weigh down the space bar and your character will just sit there and level up mining or some skill in it whatever right so the the people who make the game don't want people doing that so i made a little indicator that like if somebody's just been sitting here holding the space bar for hours, that's a bot, and so we'll kick it off, right? So back to amputated body parts, this dude with diabetes, I guess he lost his toe, and the the doctors let him keep it, so he took it home, and he taxidermied it, and used that to weigh down the uh, the space bar, took a picture of it, and sent it in, and he's like, that's technically me doing that, so you can't, I can't be banned from your game, right, guys? <laughs> I, I, I mean, touche. <laughs> sure, pwn them. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's a hell of a length to go, but I mean technically he's right, and that's the best kind of right. The technically right. <laughs> yeah, yep. the best kind of right. <laughs> There's like an urn holding down the space bar, like that's my uncle helping me out, or right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, well, uh, while Quid's listening to the uh, stuff on the radio, he's like, "Huh, I wonder if this guy's related." I would have ends up slamming on the fucking brakes because I don't know. Someone put fucking toilet paper across the highway, like in a little net formation. It's like colored tissue paper or something, though, isn't it? It's like pink or something. Yeah, yeah, it was like pink tissue paper, but it's like, and, and yeah. so he stopped and like, "What the fuck is this?" And then all of a sudden. Uh, some chick uh, just <laughs> helps herself into his cab and is like, "Hello, my name's Marilyn Day. I can't can't stop, won't stop talking. No, no, no. My husband oh, left God. me here, and I'm like, oh, your husband? What? Don't you hear? I get it. Back out. Yeah. Roll credits, guys. What do we think? <laughs> oh, it's a nice dog you got. He's a dingo. Ew! Why would you want a dingo? Kicks the dog. <laughs> Fuck you, lady. It's like, well, I. I don't want you, yeah. so <laughs> why don't you get out? <laughs> no, by the way, Steve, just real quick, you're in that 18-wheeler, right? Mm-hmm. You're probably on meth because, you I know. I mean, it, chances at the very are, least, yeah. At the very least, you got a nose full of Zeke scat on you. You see all the uh, tissue stretched across. I'm just blowing through yeah. that. Dude, so much of this movie, I'm just like, man, that looks like a them problem. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah oh, wow that sounds like somebody else is gonna have to deal wait, wait till an adult gets out here i gotta go look i got shit to do oh that looks like academy award nominee elizabeth shoe on the side of the road you know chances Whoa. are it's not Whoa. yeah that's a good point <laughs> i look like jamie lee curtis over there huh. i haven't seen training places yet Whoa. 
See, I'd just pull over and I'd be grilling her about Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole ride. She'd dive out. <laughs> <laughs> just start talking about her dad the whole movie. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Lee Fox. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, oh yeah, we we get the whole thing about like why would you why would you have a have a dingo like well because the dog is a parasitic hybrid or dingoes pure blood or whatever dogs like, they eat their own shit where's this gonna go <laughs> starting to get into the eugenics discussion already <laughs> here have you read this pamphlet yeah but, uh, <laughs> but, but but lady just keep in mind just because I drive a truck. I am not a truck driver. Oh, yeah. He's weird, like... He's like a weird, like, poet, scholar, philosopher. He's yeah. not a truck driver. He thinks he's like Jack Kerouac or something going across the town, hauling, yeah. hauling meat across Australia. Mm. And like, he's, yeah. Keeps, like, chomping on celery, too. Yeah, celery and carrots. Yeah, very, very, uh, very yeah. vegan lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, he's uppity. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then uh, then yeah, he passes on another uh, hitchhiker or whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like they start talking about like uh, the the maniac on the radio or blah blah blah, and Quinn starts getting like super sus because he's like, "What have you heard? What what is this guy? What's going on?" Right. And he's yeah. like, you know, short on sleep or whatever, and I guess social skills. And he's like, "What? What do they say? Say he like chops up the bodies and eats them? What's going on?" What? And she's like, look, I just I was just trying to make conversation. Can we just, uh, you know, yeah. slow down for this roadblock here? And he's like, no, no, we got to gotta uh, take a shortcut. And, and you know, I'm thinking because, like, I, he mentioned earlier, like, picking up hitchhikers is against regulations. And so I'm like, okay, he doesn't want to get fined or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he just takes this random-ass shortcut, like, to avoid this roadblock. Yeah, I'd say he turns off on a dirt road, but it's Australia, so they're all dirt roads. Yeah, yeah, a, a slightly more dirt road, a yeah, looser, yeah. a looser, a little dirt. extra dirt. Yeah, <laughs> some vegetation within the dirt. <laughs> well, he's like, yeah, let's uh, let's play some road games, and I'm like, roll credits. No, but uh, <laughs> but he's like, hey, uh, what uh, what, what I spy with my little eye? They're doing that for like, for some reason, it seemed like really long this time watching it. But uh, eventually, one of the things she spies is uh, a man in a green van with a shovel. Like, what, what do you mean? Yeah, we're right over there. And he sees that same green van from earlier. And the uh, guy just has a shovel digging a hole in the middle of the goddamn desert. Like, why, why? Yeah, see, this sucks for your, your uh, psychosexual killers in Australia. There's not a lot of woods you can yeah. hide the body when you're done. Woods, you know, you get some cover, you know, you do some digging, nobody sees you. This guy's just clear as day. Yeah. Just right off the side of the road, right next to a big detour with a bunch of cops pulled over and construction people. He's like, ah, here's as good as anywhere. Yeah, uh, there's a thing about, like, most of Australia, like, entire towns are just called, like, two trees because it's where, like, the two trees within 300 miles are. <laughs> right. And they built around it. Yeah. <laughs> or like one of the biggest attractions in 500 miles is the one rock that's like 100 feet tall or something. Mm. Yeah. But have you seen the one rock? Oh, hey, we saw the beginning of the man from Hong Kong. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what it's called, but yeah, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> it's called Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock. Get it, Steve? Did you get it? Yes. <laughs> It doesn't matter it if doesn't you get matter it. It doesn't matter if I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah. No, it's great because <laughs> just out digging in broad daylight. And then, by the way, because the, the, this is the, the lady tries to make a break for it, right? Yeah. That's when this is. Okay. Now, real quick, she runs. I'm, now, she could be a marathon runner. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Not. I'm not putting my money on that. She runs, let's say, 40 feet, right? Mm-hmm. To the Looney Tunes edge of the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Quinn's acting sus or whatever. Like, he's looking at the, the guy with the binoculars and shit and, like, asking, like, oh, what do you think? He's, like, uh, burying bodies and stuff. And he's saying, like, all so- sort of stupid poetic or whatever, too. And she's like, yeah, so I think I, I guess I'll just walk from here and, like, runs off. And then, yeah, yeah Smash got to, oh, shit, oh, we're at the cliffs of Dover. You forgot the part where, like, before she goes off running... In between all of this, uh, Quid goes like, oh, yeah, your husband, the accountant. And she's like, wait, oh, yeah. how did you know he was an accountant? Right. And he's right. like, oh, just just lucky guess. So, like, in her mind, her and her family have already had their lives threatened. Yeah. She gets in the truck with this, like, uppity truck driver who then, as far as she knows, knows who her husband is. And is talking about murders. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't blame her for losing her shit a little bit. No, 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 no. I totally get her motive here. My my question, though, is more, let's circle back to the guy burying the body, right? Yeah. So now let's say you're 40 feet away from, from, a, cliff. Uh, <laughs> from a cliff that leads into the briny deep, right? Now you got a body, you got to get rid of parts of that body, you know? Yeah. yeah. Are you going to just, like, take the time to dig or maybe just chuck it right over the edge of the cliff? But you have to remember, we're <laughs> Chuck in it Aus- out from the window in my You have to remember, we're in Australia. Those body parts could f- float back to shore and end up on a beach and a Hemsworth will find it. Or you leave <laughs> it in the middle of the desert and the Australian animals will take care of it. And then you had to wait for true. a McDundee to swing by or something. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot less of those than Hemsworths as far as I can tell. Oh, true, yeah. We're, 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 those free-range yeah. Hemsworths just yeah. strolling the beaches. Yeah, they just roam the beaches, you know, eating little snacks. <laughs> just going to find, like, some foot stuck to the stinger of a stingray floating around in the ocean. <laughs> First they took out the crocodile hunter, and now this lady. No! These, these stingrays must be stopped. <laughs> Did you gentlemen know that there are certain beaches across the world where shoes with feet in them just wash up on shore? Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. So what it is is it's because <laughs> the way the it's the way the currents work. Like when people drown at sea for whatever reason, or bodies end up in the sea, um, the feet are often preserved because of like the way shoe technology basically works. And shoes are usually pretty buoyant, especially like more mm. modern shoes with all the the foam insoles and that. Right. So right. it's just like the the way the current works. They just end up on these very specific beaches, and they could have been out at sea for years. Hmm. Quick question. Do they also end up in barbecues? Yes. It's in <laughs> Sacramento okay. because we don't have beaches. Makes a lot of sense. If you don't have a beach for your shoe and your foot, you just go to the barbecue. Yeah, because see, jar technology in Sacramento is so far in advance. Anyway. Exactly. Maybe he was trying a thing with like Weber and webbed feet. Maybe he was going for a pun with that. I don't know. Maybe. Was it webbed feet? I don't think so, but I don't know. I wasn't there. But uh, yeah, so anyway, they're at the cliff, and Quid's like, "Look, look, I, I, sorry if I scared you there by being a little weirdo. 
I haven't slept in days. Let me just get you to town and then you can call your husband or whatever. And she's like, all right, but no more games. This is bullshit. <laughs> Look, my fat, they murdered our dog. We're running for We're, we're running away from the union. Um, like, I don't need your shit. I didn't see nothing. You didn't see nothing. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. No, she, she makes a very good point on that one. She's like, listen, we're, we're going to go someplace else and not talk about shit. Peace. And that's the uh, the Roadhouse in Yellowdine or Yellowdine. Uh, I forget the correct way they were trying to say it. I don't know. But uh, Quid, he's calling the cops and he's like, no, yeah, it's a green van. Might be killing girls. No, a van. You know, like Bobby and DeVito. Ba, 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 ba. Hello? Uh, we must have a bad connection. Yeah. Yeah. As, My name's as we're panning Quid. around this bar. Oh, yeah. We have a mural of the white guys killing the Aborigines. Yeah. <laughs> we have all of the Wranglers, I think, on the entire south coast of Australia. <laughs> In a different movie, would have had a Confederate flag up just mm-hmm. to confuse people, but yeah. <laughs> kind of surprised say... there wasn't a Confederate flag. <laughs> I was going to say, here in, in Southern California, when you go to a restaurant or something and they have the big mural painted up, it's usually like some Aztec dude with a dead broad carrying her off of some, you know, yeah. Yeah, I've seen tower that. or something. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the standard. I'm killing the, the natives, that you don't usually see that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but hey, you know, when in Australia... It's like one of them uh, bloody Jesus churches. Like it's just something you don't see in the states that often. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, the R- Mexico really is good for their bloody Jesuses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been to Europe. How is Europe on bloody Jesuses? Uh, Spain. Spain's Spain? got them. <laughs> well, I mean that makes sense. <laughs> Greek churches just have a lot of penises. I don't know what that's about. But... <laughs> oh, honey, we'll have a little discussion about that after hmm? the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> It wasn't a church. Uh, so yeah, yeah, anyway, Quid ends up just like hanging up on the cops, like, God damn it. <laughs> you guys can't hear me. The guy starts playing the fucking oh, yeah, the jukebox. The loudest yeah. jukebox I've ever heard in my life right next to him. <laughs> He's like, hey guys, you want to knock the, the being dicks off? And they just look at him in Australian. Like, no, not He's really. Like, nah, never mind. <laughs> I forgot, we're Australian though. We're all assholes here. Never mind. Uh, but yeah, afterwards he like goes to like the bartender and the bartender's like, Hey, that's your dingo? Y- yeah, maybe. Why? What's up? Like, oh, le- they're legal around these parts. Told to be short on sight, you know, avoid an invasion or some shit. And so uh, he's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm leaving. Um, and like goes to see Boz, Boz, Boswell. And Boswell's in the truck and it looks like he got beat up a little bit. Like, oh, what happened? And he, he's, like, glancing like a couple guys just, I don't know, chilling by the trash cans or whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, does it look like the dog got beat up? Because... I, dog got clubbed on the head. Yeah, say so there was, like, a little a little smudge on his forehead, so I assume that means he got fucked up. But, he got yeah, clumped yeah. on the head, and you don't fuck with your puppy. And I thought, uh, you know, Quid was just going to go out there and start beating some ass, but then, luckily, a green van starts peeling off Definitely. and driving away, and he's like... Oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> but also, this movie's wildly different in the States, because in the States, Quid has guns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, in the States, this fucking, this movie's over in <laughs> day one. He just goes in the hotel, shoots the guy, takes the hooker, and leaves. 
Yeah. <laughs> Roll credits, guys. What do we think of Roll mm-hmm. Games? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so yeah, he, he just pops in the truck and just chases after the van. And uh, they end up <laughs> coming up on the guy carrying the boat across the country again. Apparently he got a new windshield and is just doing just fine. And uh, somehow got ahead of them when they stopped there at the, uh, you know, to <laughs> shovel a body or at the roadhouse so or that, whatever. I'm glad you brought that up because I, <laughs> what broke the windshield to begin with? He kicked up a rock. Yeah, I think uh, the, the van oh, or the okay. semi like, kicked up okay. a rock when they were passing them there in the beginning. Yeah, because it's never really apparent. I, I was like, did somebody shoot the window out? It, it exploded like somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I thought like an entire tire had like hit it or something. Right? I was expecting to, to, for it to be like a whole ass gator back. <laughs> this is the 80s in Australia, though. They probably didn't have the really good like safety glass on the cars true, back true. then. Oh, so it was like one of their like king-sized mosquitoes or whatever just hit it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's safe for it everybody. Pray it's not yeah. a baby kangaroo or something. A baby kangaroo will fuck you up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, not me. I'd beat the fuck out of a baby kangaroo. <laughs> yeah. But most people, I get it. I feel like I could go three rounds with a baby kangaroo. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Especially if it's real little. Are we Are we doing boxing or MMA? Oh, <laughs> uh, you got to go boxing. Yeah. Yeah. But and you also got you gotta your stance has to be like the Boston Celtics guy too. You gotta have the the arms curled oh, yeah. back. Oh yeah, yeah, the 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 king style or whatever the fuck. That. Yeah, that's the coolest. <laughs> Lord Caldwell <laughs> rules or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll both stand in a straight line and take turns striking each other about the face. I mean, Keech has. I'll give you the first one. Keech has the mustache, so you know right? he's ready. Yeah, yeah, and then the weird—it uh, looks kind of like a wife beater shirt that they used to wear, but sometimes it was striped. <laughs> Just make sure it's tucked into your shorts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and have your shorts pulled up to your nipples. That's right. <laughs> no hitting below the belt, by which I mean my belly button. Mm. Now we're gonna go lift those big weird cowbell-shaped weights. <laughs> so back in Carney games, no. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, they're, uh, I, I don't know, like, the van, like, passes the guy in the boat, but then the guy in the boat just starts being a real dick and just swerving all over the fucking place, and it's like, it's like, what, what the fuck is this guy doing? I See, honestly don't know. Everybody in Australia thinks they're Mad Max. That's what this is. Oh, shit, that's totally it. So, yeah, he's trying to, like, ram, this guy with a boat, this guy with a <laughs> shitty boat, right? called Lady Luck, by the way, trying to run an 18-wheeler off the road. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, just pull forward and gently nudge the trailer pulling the boat. He'll get off one way or the other. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) He can spin his ass out. No, but I I love what happens here. (laughs) That he just, like, disconnects the boat because the anchor falls off of it. Yeah. Okay, first off, the anchor is wrapped around his axles now. He's fucked. Well, that's, yeah, they talk about that later when the guy's like, hey, you got a bunch of wire and shit wrapped up under the bottom of your fucking truck. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's going to come into play at the end of the movie here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, uh, yeah, the anchor, anchor's down on the boat and all of a sudden just, uh, just fucking rip. And, uh, I don't know, lo- like, the guy loses the boat and the semi just plows through the boat and yeah. the cargo swerving off the road and just so here's the here's the thing he breaks for the toilet paper but he yep. drives through the boat 
Well, yep. well, Eddie, that, that that's just generic driving. Like it, it's like when you see a that's moose fair. in the road or whatever, you don't hit the brakes. You got to plow through that moose. Yeah, and uh, to be fair <laughs> with uh, the toilet paper, that could be two ply. Oh shit! Was that invented? Uh, fuck up one? It. It'll fuck your truck up. <laughs> Had two ply reached uh, Australia? <laughs> that technology. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, I know they'd gotten up to the number two by the eighties, but I don't know if they had figured to apply that to their toilet paper technology yet. <laughs> just a bunch of eucalyptus leaves and. <laughs> Yeah, because they went from just jumping up and down uh, after they go to the bathroom to to toilet paper. That was the first leap, and that was I think that was like in '74, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Sounds about right. But they have that uh, toilet technology where it goes backwards, so that's 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 impressive. true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically, yeah, he he just fucking drives off, and the guy, or I guess he does stop to like make sure I don't know the other guy's alive with his exploded boat <laughs> yeah, in the middle right. of the road and off the road. Yeah, and he I think just there was watches a fire. the guy like curse him and then stomp on his dead boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was and I was waiting for him to like yell yell something like suck a dick, dumb shits, and drive off or whatever. But yeah, it just drives <laughs> That'd off. That'd be great. Suck a dick. <laughs> 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 I'm I need one of those horns. <laughs> those horns are just so great for punctuating when you have a point to make. Yeah. I gotta, I'll put that on the soundboard. That, that I gotta have that. <laughs> like, who needs a rim shot when you got a fucking uh, truck horn? For real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Candace. Well, who gives a fuck about that vampire movie? Am I right? <laughs> She's perfect. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, he starts driving off after the van, I guess, or I don't know if he's even forgotten about it by, at this point, after what just happened. <laughs> but uh, but he sees another hitchhiker, and he thinks, oh, this one looks like future Academy Award winner Jamie Lee Curtis. Maybe, oh. <laughs> Maybe I can pretend to kidnap her and have her do a strip tease for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was ever written down, finally, 37 minutes into this movie. <laughs> Dude, for real. He finally has somebody else to talk to that I don't want to pull the fucking toenails out of. Right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, she hops in, and they, they just start talking, and he instantly starts going in. Or, or I guess maybe the, it, like, went to a, like, cut to a scene in the future, and they're, like, sharing sharing their theories about uh, the guy in the van. You know, Smith or Jones or whatever his name is. The guy in the yep. green van. And she starts talking about her backstory. She's like on the run from her daddy or something, but she's like really vague and you know how it is. Yeah. Yeah. They get into this, this debate because he's more interested in the method by which the guy operates and she is more interested in why, what, what drives him in his mind to do what he does. So they get really hung up on the, does he bang them and then kill them or then or kill them and then bang them. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's doing both, right? <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. We also get a little, uh, little backstory about quid too. Cause I guess he was a, he was a veteran in the Persian Gulf and I'm like, wait a minute. Like, Oh yeah, we've been there a long time. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't posted there in 91 and the time travel back to 81. But, yeah. but don't worry, Steve, it's yeah. not a war. It's a military, just a military uh, occupation. No yeah. big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're just installing democracy. Yeah, exactly. He's a freedom fighter. Uh, <laughs> and then turned into a gun runner, which makes sense. And then he became a truck driver in Australia, as is yeah. the natural transition. 
Yeah, with mm-hmm. a dingo. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was a pretty major flight involved that he left out, but... Yeah, yeah. The the see the Nazis went to Afghanistan or not Afghanistan to Argentina, and he went to Australia. Yeah, it's like, it's like oh shit, they were at the gates next to each other, and it's got on the wrong flight. Damn, the seventies were messed up. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> at least they let me keep my guns. So then, uh, yeah, the cops uh, pull him over, and of course she has to hide because again, you know, no hitchhikers and blah blah blah. See, I wouldn't pull over for this cop car. Just something about the way it looks and the cop that gets out of it. I could not take them seriously. Dude, yeah, for real. But to be fair, unless they're one of the fully armored cops you see nowadays, I just yeah. assume they're fake. Yeah, unless it's dread. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Dude, like seriously, like some of them will like pull you over for, I don't know, what did you get pulled over for, babe? It was like th- there was like an eight foot stretch of the bike lane you could cut through to then make a right turn in the right turn lane. Okay. But they said you were like a foot or we two were, out of it. I was down. Whatever bullshit my main, my biggest problem was I was downtown. <laughs> yeah. So there was a bike lane. So, you know, it's a double white line because, you know, bike lane. But mm-hmm. on each By the block, way, nobody bikes downtown. Just want to throw that out there. Nobody bikes downtown. Uh, to to make the turn onto the street that I use the most regularly, the the dots in you know the the broken part of the white lines where you're allowed to make the turn on this particular block is only like four feet as opposed to like the twenty feet mm-hmm. it usually is, because somebody just didn't paint it right. So I moved over, actually, slightly after the dots where it became solid again, and I got pulled over, and. I was told by officer or O-R-R, <laughs> um, that he was tired of picking dead people up out of the roads. And so I got a $75 ticket for crossing a double white line. Uh, you didn't offer to come pick him up with your own shovel and everything. I really yeah. <laughs> wanted to look at him and be like, honey, I've literally scraped brain out of <laughs> off of the off of the dirt ground with a pitchfork. Please, yeah. please tell me about how hard your life has been writing tickets to people downtown. Tired, but I did, did you, not. I'm tired of scraping. Yeah, I would ask him if the $75 will make it all better in his head. Yeah. He did then like as he was writing me the ticket, noticed I was wearing I have a, a denim jacket I've covered with patches. But it's all cat themed. So he mm. noticed my cat battle jacket and then was like, oh, you like cats. Do you want to see pictures of my cat? And I turned to him and I was no. like, I don't think now is the time. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I just killed an imaginary person. You're guilting me about dickhead. I don't want to fucking see yeah, your cat. I just killed an imaginary person. Now I need to get rid of the body. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Anyways, Officer Orr. Anyway, so yeah, these guys aren't uh, he's tactical than, body armor or anything. I was like, he's still better than the one when we called about the guys camping on our front lawn who said it was fine because they were white. Wow. Or the one <laughs> well, who pulled I a mean, gun on you and Sushi. The one who pulled a gun on me and Sushi because my dog needed to learn more respect. Pulled a gun on uh-huh. your dog? I've never had a gun pulled on me by a cop before. I've done some dumb shit. But yeah, yeah, he pulled me over, and Sushi was a good boy. He was in the back seat, and he just did the the like woo woo woo. You know, somebody's walking up to the car. The guy yeah. comes over, pulls the gun out, taps on the window with his fucking gun. Yeah, you know, yeah. like they train you. By the way, yeah. it was Sushi's birthday that day, so I just started bawling. I was like, "Please don't shoot my dog! It's his birthday!" And then the guy was like, 
you know, he's going to learn some respect, and I would not stop yeah. crying. I would, I'll, like, ugly you, crying. <laughs> and guys, you because I'm out of jail, obviously Steve wasn't in the car at the time. Well, here's the thing. There were mixed tears of I was really worried he was going to shoot my dog. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. I was also, like, I know me, and I knew if he shot my dog... I was going to rip his head off with my bare hands. <laughs> right. And then I would tell him. have killed a cop and have a dead dog. And so it was sort yeah. of tears of like, I don't want to have to kill this cop, but I just might have to. I mean, to be fair, though, that is the beginning of a road trip. I mean, you and the dog. yeah. So he let, yeah. he let me off with a warning. By the way, I was going four miles over the speed limit. Fucking pussies. Yeah, I would have just told him like, yeah. And by the way, hey, I know you're worried about the dog. Showing it a gun though, because it understands that yeah. that's going to make it act well, real. Calm and then it's not like Sushi was growling and barking and lunging or anything. He did one little woo 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 yeah. as the guy walked up to the car, right. which he 100 percent should tapping do. Tapping his gun on the window, and then by the way. like the guy tapping the gun on the window and me bawling instantly. This poor dog's just right. staring at me like, "What the fuck is happening?" Like, I'm sorry, officer. I don't know. Usually, my dog only barks at pussies. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. No any pussies, do you? You wouldn't happen to be a pussy, would you, officer? Well, you know, and it's just like all these things like shoot through my mind, like my friend's dog who did get shot by a cop, my old corgi who would be trying to eat this guy's throat out, like you know, just all the things yeah. anxiety happens. But well, to, I, I can say I be, cried myself out of a ticket. To be fair though, was the dog white? No parts of him. No, he's black. Well, there you go. <laughs> He's white like a Patrick Mahomes white, maybe. No, he's black with a few white stripes. Yeah. <laughs> he's mostly Australian, but he is part coonhound. Hmm. See, there you go. That's why the cops don't like him. He wouldn't let that dog camp in front of your house, I'll tell you that shit. Damn all he's taking over. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so anyway, cops pull him over and they start questioning him and like, Hey, uh, were you at uh, this motel the other last night? And he's like, "Well, I mean, I I parked there." Like, "Oh, really?" Because the guy said uh, you signed in there under your name, and uh, you know, stayed there with a hitchhiker, a young lady, or whatever. And now she's missing. Yeah, but anybody you know could have got, gotten my name off of the side of the truck. Yeah. Also, this is where Steve immediately was like, first off, no cops would be looking for a random hitchhiker." Within 12 yeah. hours of her even being reported disappearing, which who would have reported it? Oh, right. oh, so so this is another little thing that I noticed on this watch that I didn't notice on other ones. Before this, on the radio, they're talking about how, um, I, I think it's referring to Jamie Lee Curtis, but I don't know, uh, that the... Uh, the the American diplomat's yeah, daughter yeah. is missing and presumed mm. to be hitchhiking across country. I, I thought that was after... Anyway, but yeah, okay. All right, I guess that's why they're on high alert because mm -hmm. you know <laughs> what? What an American's missing, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's right. And they ask him like, "Hey, what uh, what are you hauling here?" Uh, like a uh, you know pork. We got that yeah, pigs hanging pigs. in the back, you know. <laughs> no, like, oh, you calling us a pig? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> and I forget how it comes up, but uh, one of the cops says, uh, you know, like. Wait, 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 find this guy. What are you going to do? Uh, hang him or something? Or, uh, yeah, it's like, hang him or something? Like, meat is hung. Men are hanged or whatever. Yeah. Mm. What, what movie are... is that from? Shane or something? Something like that. Good Men Dugly or something? I don't know. 
the old west i guess somewhere in there and it was on uh oh god hateful eight that that movie yeah, I would have, I would have told them maybe you cops aren't hung, but I am. Yeah, <laughs> cops can't be hung. <laughs> and then you do the sound drop. Ba-da, ba-da, da-da, da-da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so anyway, and, and meanwhile, uh, Quid he's also dropping like, hey, so there's this green van that was there the other night, and he's uh, you may want to question him because he's like, hey, we don't give a fuck about that. So anyway, what uh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you got any hitchhikers? Yeah, we're not really trying to remember? investigate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh, and they're like, "Hey, it says here you haven't like slept in four days or something." He's like, "Well, like, a couple hours last night when I was uh, sleeping." Your in record here shows you should have two days off. You really like breaking the law, don't you, mate? Yeah. Mm, so they got him. Yeah, so they got pulled. They bust him. He he broke a rule. So clearly, he's a uh, psychosexual murderer. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it, as, as far as I can tell, in all cops, if you've broken one law, that means you've broken all laws, and you can never be redeemed. Once you have sinned, you can never be redeemed. That's, that, that, that is my general understanding of our legal system. And please, somebody reach out and tell... Try, please try and convince me I'm wrong. Please. <laughs> please. Please, I need please, this. Please, for the love of God. <laughs> well, that depends. Uh, uh, Izzy, how rich are you? <laughs> oh eddie we have a podcast and we're not sponsored yeah, by i don't know our own celebrities so. we're not we're not sponsored by blue chew <laughs> <laughs> exactly that was barely so uh i, I feel your pain <laughs> however if you'd like to sponsor us hit us up at eilf movies that's, that's everything, everything I from movies. Movies. <laughs> fosters eh? Anyway. Well, that'd be a good spot. Vegemite. Beer. <laughs> Coffee. Beer. Uh, Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> Paul Hogan. We'll, we'll do a Paul Hogan month. He, he's been yeah. a couple movies, right? That one where he was Boomer an angel rings. or some shit. That was the thing. That'd no, you're thinking good, of Hulk you... Hogan. <laughs> ah, shit. That's right. Yeah, he was in Suburban Commando, right? Remember, they used to just do commercials for milk. They'd be like, you guys should drink milk. I wonder if in Australia they do the same thing for boomerangs. Yeah. They're like, guys, man, boomerangs rule, right? Oh, shit, this movie wouldn't have been 10 minutes if Quid had a boomerang. Right? Yeah, no kidding. A boomerang and a dingo? <laughs> right. He's like a goddamn superhero down there. <laughs> so I got to drop one of my favorite fun facts. So uh, when Wikipedia was still like really new, apparently somebody put in that William H. Macy had the largest collection of boomerangs in the world. And I heard an interview on public radio with William H. Macy and they asked him about it. And he was like, so I have no idea where this got started. I never collected boomerangs, but now people send me boomerangs. So I guess now it's true. <laughs> oh, that rules. <laughs> I like somebody started spreading a rumor that I have the world's largest collection, $100 bills. <laughs> right? Man, if people just start sending them to me. And that's because Eddie the Axe doesn't believe in banks. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so... Uh. Uh, so yeah, what happens from here? Oh yeah, so yeah, they, he's basically got a pullover for the night, which is cool because right. they can just camp at some random spot off the freeway. And uh... <laughs> yeah, they found I think it was the site of one of the nuclear tests because there's like this building that's just gone except for the one wall of it, and they're they're parked in front of it. <laughs> yeah, 
it's like a nice little windbreak for him or whatever. And, oh yeah, he, it's right. He yeah. goes like the whole story about it being like a like an old telegraph office or something. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in Nuketown from Black Ops Three. Yeah, pretty much. It was overran by like radioactive rabbits or something. Yeah. Okay. That's. So he's all like, mm, you know what happened to everybody here? Rabbits. Yeah. Oh, no, he gives the fucking the science name for them. <laughs> to me. Rabbitus. You know uh, Caridus. Oh, no, they're, uh, they're, they're, it's Lepus something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like Bugs Bunny is Lepus a lot or some shit. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, rabbits. They came here and they ate all of the vegetation. And so everybody had to leave. And I'm, I'm just looking at the screen. I'm like, where the fuck was the vegetation supposed to be? Right. Uh, Eddie. all I see is dirt. <laughs> Eddie, that sounds like a completely ridiculous story, right? Yeah. A thousand percent true. Oh that exact God. location was a telegraph station that was used to serve an Australian town that was destroyed by a plague of rabbits uh, back in the late 19th century. And yeah. it is also the opening of Night of the Lepus, coming soon to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. Ah, I love Night of the Lepus. Please, please, <laughs> Eddie, have one. us on for Night of the Lepus. That is for sure a fun one. When did that come out? Oh, that was like 74 or something like that. Like it was... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not in the 90s, so we'll have to wait. No, 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 no. No, we're doing, I mean, we're still doing special episodes that are not from the year 91. Oh, we're doing uh, any uh, DeForest Kelly vehicles? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was saying, do do you want to watch DeForest Kelly versus some bunnies? And I think Janet Lee's in it. Yeah, Yeah, the the cast is fucking stacked. (laughs) We're doing a big Janet Lee month. Yeah. We're going to have a fog. We're going to have a psycho. (gasps) Actually, you could. I love the fog. Ooh, or the that. better movie from 1960, Peeping Tom, but no jam. I just love Peeping Tom. I you really do. I really mm. like for as much as everybody talks about Psycho, they should really watch Peeping Tom. Yeah, just, just FYI, <laughs> all the horror fans out there. <laughs> yeah, we covered it. Yeah, we did uh, episode 98. That was back when we were still sponsored by a company of some sort. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Faustus was on with us, and we did. It was uh, uh yeah, Manscaped sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, so, so yeah, so they're uh, hanging out there, camping or whatever. We find out uh, her name, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's name is Pam, um, and uh, Quid's just like so who's your dad because you know you, you're really shady about it like let's just say he's in the diplomatic service and uh i'm just yeah. running away because i'm looking for excitement and blah 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 blah. you know whatever and, yeah she's real cagey about who giving info to this guy which she should be which, yeah understandably yeah i mean i might not get in the truck with the guy you know if you're that worried but no you know it's australia what are you gonna do yeah but uh, then she goes to take a shit, and uh, <laughs> instead of just going behind the wall like I was expecting, you know, she's got to go like up over this this little sand hill or whatever behind it, and uh, mm-hmm. there's a little storm rolling in. Yeah. Get some little lightning flashes. Oh shit! It's the green van. Ooh. It's Rampage or you know Smith or whatever. Huh? Would have been great if she just dropped Trow and took a big old dump. <laughs> yeah, right? Old... Is this what you're looking I've for, buddy? pinch a loaf yeah. <laughs> as i've heard it rolls downhill uh colloquially so it was rolled down and smacked him. <laughs> yeah just rolled into his van a big dump 
<laughs> no, I think she slept up there because then she comes down the next morning. That was a long fucking turd. Yeah. So so yeah. So we get the whole like like the musical sting and everything too. Like oh shit, there's Smith in the van, and then cut to morning. I'm like, whoa, wait, what? What the fuck, guys? It was like a nightmare. Was yeah. he not there? What? The- <laughs> I'm like. Do, do, do we do we lose a reel? What, what's what's happening? <laughs> yeah, something doesn't add up, but whatever. Yeah. So yeah, so it's the next morning. Yeah, she comes down the hill after taking the world's healthiest shit, and uh, and uh, meanwhile, Quid he's in the back of the trailer, you know, making sure his meat's nice and nice and frozen. And yeah. See, I like to imagine that Stacy Keach is part caveman, and he was sleeping back there. Oh shit, that'd be. Fuck, that'd be the way to do it, like, during the day or whatever. Just chilling back there with the meat, like, yeah, it's, a, you know, 50 Celsius or whatever out there, but uh, it's a nice, crisp negative two in here. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, whatever. And then she, she writes, uh, tomorrow's bacon oh, yeah. on the back of the oh, truck. Oh, uh, she writes, uh, today's pig is tomorrow's bacon. Mm, that's right. Yeah. We just only see the tomorrow's bacon, really, from here on out but uh yeah because she gets in the truck and he's staying there and he's just like he he's uh who's the author he said he he recognized who the oh, author keats is. or something yeah yeah, yeah. and he's yeah, like dean coons i think there we go <laughs> michael creighton jeffrey coons <laughs> but yeah he, Kardashian. this is sort of that moment like she's gorgeous and she's well read yeah mm. oh and we start getting like little hints of where she's like how old are you too old. Oh, I don't think yeah, so. Will, old they, enough won't to be they. your father. My father's 67. Okay. Oh, maybe not. Not quite that. But... <laughs> well, then I'm definitely old enough to be your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing like that. But, but yeah, so I like that... that that's her romantic song go to. <laughs> Guys, is Careless Whisper not that song? I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. There we go. That's the man I married. <laughs> right. Also, there's a lot of flies on them in this scene when they're talking. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't like flies. Yeah. yeah so then, uh, I don't know. A little later in the morning, they like go to the next town, and uh, uh, Jamie Lee, she's uh, or Pam, whatever her name is, she's uh, calling her dad, and you know, he's like, "No, no, this." He seems like a nice guy. I'm just going. No, I, I'm. I'm going to Perth. Just calm down. You know what? Whatever. Fuck you. I'm gone. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But no, I'm not dead. You dickhead. You're right. <laughs> That's why I called. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's uh, you know, just double checking the engine on the truck, making sure it's good, because yeah. you know he drove through a boat yesterday. Um. Yeah, he should have checked the undercarriage, but he didn't. Yeah, well, I think that was part of the plan, but... Uh, they get a little distracted. But yeah, once again, she True. goes to the bathroom. Apparently, she's got to go every couple of hours. Yeah, this and, is uh, what happens. <laughs> Girls have bladders, Steve. <laughs> what the fuck is she eating down there? Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> doesn't she know how road trips work? <laughs> Says the guy who stops every hour to stretch his gigantic legs. That- it's also true. <laughs> Which works out because I have a tiny bladder. We're a hell of a team. That's right. Hmm. Yeah, the world is not made for tall people, especially automobiles. No, oh, no, no, yeah. no. Steve has a 40 inch inseam, so yeah. flying yeah. and automobiles are both uh, it's a difficult. fucking flying. <laughs> <laughs> D- 
do better. Yeah. I'm not nearly that tall, but I I have that picture saved of you on the Delta seat. Ugh. Ugh. So anyway, yeah, she's going to take a shit. Uh, I'm assuming on a tiny toilet now, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she goes around the corner. All of a sudden, you hear Quid, and Quid goes find out what's going on. <gasps> Fuck! It's that green van, but but nobody's in it. <gasps> Shit! Do you think he's in the the shitter here? <laughs> and so Quid grabs, I don't know, a fucking fan, <laughs> like uh, like an engine fan or whatever, yeah. just yeah. flying around. He's like a fan blade off of the <laughs> fucking car. And she, he's like, all right, I'm going to go in the bathroom and kill the person Guys, that's in it's there. the rudder off the boat. Duh. Oh, okay. No, no. <laughs> Still, it, he's going to go in the bathroom to, I don't know, bludgeon somebody to death with this yeah. blade. Well, or decapitate. Yeah, they're in Australia. They don't have any guns. So I've been playing too much of that new Legend of Zelda game because there's a pipe next to him. I was like, dude, he should attach that blade to the pipe. Oh, when they're yeah. swinging. Then it becomes a melee weapon. Just Woo! <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so he uh, goes and investigate. And, uh, oh, and by the way, this whole scene, there's like some douche with a car alarm that's been going off. And so it's like, yeah, the, in, instead the of having like the guy. tense music, it's just... And it's like creating this tension as he's like slowly walking into the shitter. And he sees like, you know, shoes because someone's taking a shit in there. And then he goes back out and it's like, I think somebody's in there. All right, cool. I'm going to go check out the van. (laughs) What? Keep him in there. Keep him distracted. So he gets a, he grabs Bosley. (laughs) Or Bosworth. Yeah, Boswell. Boswell. Yeah, Yeah, so Quid goes in with his fucking dingo and a fan blade and is like, Aha! Thought you got me. Thought you lost me, motherfucker, or whatever. Okay. I don't know. But real talk. That was all confident. Real talk. Are either of you guys messing with a mustachioed Stacy Keach no. with a dingo in one hand? No, triple no. And, and a fucking fan blade in the other. Like, mm. just on principle. I'm a huge fan. I even like Butterfly Man. Mm. That depends. How many buttons on his shirt are buttoned? Oh, only half of <laughs> like them. Two. <laughs> two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, never mind. I'm out. <laughs> like, no, if nothing else, you know this is a deranged man. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's Stacy Keach. Yeah. I love me some Stacy Keach. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to tell tell my wife who who he is because she's not seen any movies. So I'm like, he's the bad guy in all the the Cheech and Chong movies. Nothing. Has she seen I, Titus? He's, he's the Mike Hammer. No. No, 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 no. So I said, all right, he's the bat, he's the Nazi guy in American History X. Oh, yeah, no idea. Fuck, that's right. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I give up. Never mind. <laughs> Here's a picture. It's this guy. He's the hero. <laughs> yeah. He's the hero. <laughs> You're doing the like quote fingers or whatever. Yeah, but <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, meanwhile, while he's in there, we see uh, Pam. She's like. For some reason, slowly crawling through the van, where I'd be like, "Open the door!" Where, oh, there's the cooler. Jump back there, grab it, leave. <laughs> but no, she's gotta like, you know, slowly crawl to the back. Yeah, and again, like, what do they expect is in the cooler? Because he, he was burying something. Yeah, but 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 right? they stopped him before he buried it. So oh, that's true. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, so he might have left the the head in the cooler or whatever. Yeah, the head or the torso or maybe just the tits, 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 tits. 
<laughs> Maybe he's just the butt. Yeah, <laughs> he's a butt man. Yeah. <laughs> it opens up to just an ass. <laughs> just call me Australian. They're like, listen, Eddie, we're gonna have to rewrite your ending for the movie Seven now. What's <laughs> <laughs> in the box? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not, not even Gwyneth the... Paltrow's ass, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I just made a prop myself. I just cut the bottom out of a cooler and stuck my ass through it. I'm like, guys, take a look. This is the end, huh? huh? They're like, get out of here. <laughs> It looks like two honeydews with something growing in the middle of... Oh, my God! <laughs> I don't know. Honeydews, man, I'm a little hairier than that. I was trying to think of a beige-colored melon. That was the first thing I could think of. The scaliness. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, it's like two really fat hedgehogs fighting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, eventually, uh, you know, she's crawling back there and she, I don't know, glances down and, oh, there's Smith there the whole time. I'm like, wait, was he just fucking sleeping or something in there? Yeah, he was like laying down waiting for her, I guess. And then the, the guy in the bathroom, by the way, is a dude wearing like a solid, like Eddie Murphy raw <laughs> <laughs> motorcycle yeah, It was up. Sneezy Rider. Yeah, Sneezy, uh, Sneezy Rider. Red oh Leather God. Rider, yeah. Yeah, that's right. The whole point of that character was he sneezed while he was riding a motorcycle just so they could make the joke, <laughs> Sneezy Rider. Yeah. Yeah. Who, by the way, felt no need to be like, hey, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, dude. I'm not a killer or some shit yeah. while he's in the bathroom. Yeah. Stacy Keach talked to him for a half an hour. Yeah. 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 A, a Stacy Keach with only two buttons that didn't go on a fucking fan blade. What are you yeah. saying to that? Well, so so I, I'm sure what it was is the guy had been in there and like, you know, he's pushing 20 minutes or whatever now. He's like, fuck, my legs are going to sleep. Well, I guess I better just see what this guy's problem is or whatever, you know, if I'm, I might have to run, so I don't want my legs to fall yeah, asleep. Yeah. And then he opens the door and says, Keech is like, oh, oh shit, I'm sorry, mate. Uh, my bad. Uh, yeah. Wash your hands? I don't know. But uh, th yeah. and then he goes outside, oh, and the van's gone. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> then I love he, he hops on the motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> Most useless scene in a movie. Dude. He just fucking eats shit immediately. <laughs> and he's like, well, never mind. Yeah, he's back in the truck. Hops on the motorcycle, runs right into a stack of tires, and it's like, viva, viva Knievel. <laughs> <laughs> I just eat shit so hard. And yeah, he's holding him off like he's got a gun, but it's his dog. Yeah. He's like, Don't, stay back, stay back while he's lowering the, the hood. Yeah. So he can get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And then for good measure, as he's pulling out in his semi and everybody's like, oh, this fucking asshole, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then he takes out their, like, water tower. I'm like, you just killed that town. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just sideswipes the fucking water tower, takes it down. They're, yeah, they're all dead now. That entire town. It's it's worse than when the rabbits came net to the town <laughs> one fucking city over. <laughs> that town just changed its name to, like, Quid's Wrath or something like that. It's going to be a ghost town in three days. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, not so easy, Ryder. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, now he's uh, chasing the van down the highway or whatever, and then the van's like slowing down. He's like, "Oh, what's go what's going on here?" He's slowing down, and she's just like talking to Smith or whatever. Like, like you see the people in the the chairs or whatever just talking. And he's like, 
what the hell? Is she just running off with this guy now? Huh. Hammond is barking up the wrong tree. And he's like, oh, okay, good. I got my wallet. Okay, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oh, never mind. She is clearly a prostitute who was lying to me and now took up with the killer, who I guess now I'm not suspicious about him being a killer anymore. I guess we're all good on that. Yeah, he's basically just like, well, I guess she's all yours. Not our problem. Roll credits, guys. What do we think of road games? But no. Oh, I wish. Yeah, right. But then... Exposition news. It's exposition, darling. It has to go somewhere. And then, uh, well, I'll just turn on the radio and see what they're talking about. <laughs> Boop. Hey, here's what's going on in the rest of the movie. Yeah, pa- Pamela Rushworth, the daughter of like an American senator or diplomat or whatever, is missing and uh, is presumably with a, a truck driver who we're not going to name on the radio. And uh, but he's wanted for questioning with mysterious dis- disappearances of other hitchhikers. And I'm like. Well, okay. <laughs> Quid? Yeah. Quid, what have you done, buddy? <laughs> His name rhymes with kid, and uh, she may be dead and having her body violated in the back of his truck right now. By him and his dingo. Yeah, yeah I, or maybe not. That's just one person's opinion. That's, that's just speculation <laughs> from the chief of police. Yeah, yeah no, That's just me as the radio host. That's just me putting a little of my editorial flair on the story. We now cut to the chief, chief of police earlier today. Cut to the oh, chief. Oh, probably that come quid. We're going <laughs> <we're gonna laughs> to hang that bastard. <laughs> uh, we reached out to the mayor for comment, but uh, because he is a dingo, he can't talk. <laughs> 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 oh, oh tell the prime minister oi doug <laughs> what uh that the bart versus australia might be the best Simpsons dude episode. top five easily that absolutely that yeah might might be the best and i love that apparently australia loved it <laughs> oh of course they did australia is in one of those countries like mexico where like People will racistly make fun of them, but they're like, no, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Like the whole, the Taco Bell dog, when they're like, oh, that's racist, get rid of it. And then Mexicans are like, what the fuck? We love that dog. Right. Speedy Gonzalez cartoons still still are made and played in Mexico. They think that shit's hilarious. It is. There you go. Uh, So yeah, so then we cut to night. And uh, he's he's really starting to lose it. Like he's five days in with like minimal sleep. He's tired and he's worried that you know he's being framed by a serial killer for a bunch of murders. And uh, and he just because the the guy on the news uh, he linked him right. He said, "Oh, the woman's missing. The 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 daughter and uh, this this hooker died. Uh, and the the they're connecting it to a truck driver. We're not going to name." So then he's like, "Oh shit! Now they're gonna they're gonna you know connect me with her and her with the the murder." Yeah. So then then he just like pulls over, and wouldn't you fucking know it? There's a green van there where wherever he pulls over. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because he hallucinates a rabbit jumps in front of him. Yeah. Or, or a kangaroo, I think it was right. It was a kangaroo, but he hallucinated it was a rabbit, and he's like, "Shit, I gotta get some sleep." Yeah, <laughs> and he just pulls over to rest area. And there's the van. Yeah. What are the odds? 
according to this movie pretty good yeah, apparently well you know when there's just one road and <laughs> well yeah when there's literally only two vehicles yeah, <laughs> like... yeah now they took out that boat guy i i yeah, will say when you're on long long road trips you do start weirdly oh, making yeah. like the same stops as everybody else pa- like... passing the same people because mm-hmm. like yeah. everybody like everybody kind of ends up stopping at the same gas stations as somebody who's driven cross-country a couple of times it's like it, it kind of gets weird and then it sort of passes weird and because everybody's like well whatever man yeah Mm. But we get a scene where uh, Quid, he's got his flashlight, because, you know, again, it's nighttime and, you know, a little little, little off the beaten path, right? And he's checking out the van, he sees the cooler there on the on the seat. But uh, mm. obviously nobody else is there. So then he goes, he, he, like, hears moaning or something uh, and starts searching the woods. Uh, oh, uh, Harry. Oh, Harry's your name, huh? Well, good luck to you, buddy. I'm like, they would hear him, right? Right? Or is he just hallucinating this? I don't know what's or, going on. Or see the light, yeah, yeah. maybe? Literally shining all over. Fucking everything, right? And I'm like, yeah. okay, so this is like a delusion of his or something, right? We're, that's, right. And I assume that's why we didn't see the people. But then we like keep panning and... Was it the same van, or was they showing that it was another van? Because I don't know. It was that was weird. the so earlier there was a couple that uh, was driving that they'd just been married, oh, and the yeah. bride was doing okay. the, the little roadhead trip. So it's them. We see their their van. Oh, okay, so it was They're a different van. Fucking. All right, because because it kind of like keeps panning and shows that van, but then it shows him just like yeah. busting the window of a van. <laughs> and so I was like, <laughs> oh wait, was that the one? Hey, well, it doesn't matter. And uh, yeah, so he like busts the window. And he grabs the cooler. This is a lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Just right. It's like a sandwich, an apple. A banana. Just a, a <laughs> slice of uh, cake that's not even like wrapped <laughs> up. Or oh, that's they're right. newlyweds. They're newlyweds. It's their wedding cake, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, nothing in there. So he just loads up in his truck and drives off. He's like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, but Boz, he's, a, he's at the back of the trailer like staring like barking at something right and he's like hey yeah, boss yeah. come on let's go mm. and this is when we see when he drives off that that the the doors on the back of the trailer are open <gasps> yeah so he so he's driving off and we're hearing you know a little little banging in the back of like every gear shift and then oh shit there's a kangaroo all right and he starts up again He's like, what the fuck is that noise? And the, uh, the meat, the meat's defrosting because oh, oh yeah, he sees the temperature rising and stuff too. He's got the little thermos or, or yeah, thermostat. He's like, the the meat at the front of the truck is defrosting. That's why he's making a different noise because I'm I'm going so fast. All the cold gets pushed to the back. Yeah, what a weird logic. That, yeah, uh, it's heavier. You know what though? Cold air is heavier. I, I mean, denser. It's denser. You know what though? This is like. No, not a lot of sleep in five days logic though yeah <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah, and the movie does a pretty good job like you know visually and stuff too with like him like you know like the old you see like the glowing like red lights from whatever and he's just mm. oh yeah it's like this like this and it'll even like have him saying the words and then like you hear the response like in his brain but his mouth's not moving yeah. or whatever it's like no, no that's yeah. definitely not it. you know it's like okay this this guy's sincerely losing it but uh he goes to check the meat because the temperature is getting too hot. And he notices, wait a minute. 
I don't remember these two things up front here. And he and like starts two sides of meat. Yeah. Yeah. He starts counting like the little 350, right? I'm counting 352. Hmm. What the hell? You said like weird. I mean, I mean, human would kind of look like a like a side of pork, right? Lung pig. They say little it lung pig? tastes like pork. I don't know if it's physiology would be that similar yes. like arms and like legs tattoos and, stuff. and tits or whatever but... well the legs are yeah. cut off because it's just a set it's a, it's oh, a side true. of meat yeah. so they're cut yeah, it, it's yeah. the there's no head no arms no legs it's all gutted right. and then cut in half down the spine okay which okay. is you know, how they I, hey, you know what is it you don't got to sell me on it put it on a plate yeah, exactly <laughs> right, some of it up. We'll, we'll test it <laughs> smoke it up low and slow good like 12 hours mm-hmm. A little barbecue sauce, I mean, no problem. I'm not complaining. Steve, real quick, if you were worried that you were being tailed by a killer, mm-hmm. right? You go behind your uh, refrigeration truck. You see that the door is open. Mm-hmm. My move, I'm just shutting it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going in there. You know why? Yeah. That's no. how you get locked in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just shutting that. I'm putting. I'm cranking the the, the cooler on it. Whoever's in there, they can chill out for about the next four to six hours. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll go check. Yeah, I'll, I'll start hearing thumping as they're like, <laughs> Oh, let me out, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> what? I can't hear you. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, I'll stop by the police station. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't, don't worry. You know what? I think you're a voice in my head. I haven't slept in a while. I'm going to take a nap real quick. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you cunt. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Um, yeah, basically, yeah, he has a little logic argument, and uh, we see a sign that's like 40 kilometers outside of Perth, and once you know it, there's that green van again on the road. <laughs> now, I'm watching him walk through the back of the trailer right now on my other monitor, and one thing that I notice here that they do, all of the pigs that are hung up are, are clearly hung up like by the hooves, Yeah, you can see, but on the uh, ones in the front, they're not the same at all. Nope. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, so he's following the van and he's getting super sleepy and the music starts getting really intense and I don't know, all kinds of stuff going on. And then he, he they like get to Perth and oh shit, it's the port of entry. I got to go there. But luckily the van also, the green van also like runs out of gas like to that point. <laughs> And it's like, oh, what what are the odds? Okay. But uh, <laughs> he pulls into the port and his buddy Lesser there is like, Hey, quit, how you doing? Blah blah blah. He's like, Hey, what are the what are the cops doing here? Oh, I don't know, looking for some killer, picking up hitchhikers or some shit and uh, you know, whatever. Anyway, uh let me I got get... a fresh pot of coffee on. Oh, and you're seventy five pounds over about the the weight of a hot TV, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, you yeah. want some coffee? Yeah, come hang out. You you've been driving a lot. You no. want to come take it no, out? No, I got I got I got to go. I got I got I got to drop some stuff off and then get some sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, all right. He, I love how his friends just like keeps on talking as he's like driving down the road. Oh, oi, oi, oi. You <laughs> yeah. you got a bunch of shit tied around your axle. You I got some clippers. We can take that off in about half an hour. No, no, got to go. Bye. Yeah, I got to leave. You got to fuck I, up the trailer. Slept. I haven't slept in a week, and I've been having like hallucinations of eyes in the back of a van. This one, this one time, I was driving, and I, the, the way you go, boy. honk honk, yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Honk yeah. honk. Yeah. 
But, uh, hmm. so yeah, and then, and then we also see, like, the cops start following Quid. <laughs> yeah, they just have a little convoy going now, because you got him following the van, then the van, then the cops following him. <laughs> yep, and he, uh, Quid ends up blowing through a, a red light or whatever, and so the cops are, like, super intent following him now. And they got their light on, but they don't have their siren on. Yeah. Yeah, they're just waiting to see how this movie turns out, I guess, because we only got a few minutes left. And uh, the van, like, starts pulling down, like, narrower and narrower side streets. The slowest chase in the world, yeah. but they do <laughs> yes. such a good job making this really intense. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they do, because you get the scraping sounds of everything and him, like, trying to force this truck through, like, where the overhang is too low and... Oh my! And yeah. it's, you're right. It's the slowest chasing, like to the point where they're showing uh, his speedometer repeatedly moving down from ten to five mm-hmm. to like two. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I don't know. I I love this chasing because it's the opposite mm. of what you normally expect. But yeah, they do a great job. The audio so good. Yeah, you hear like the truck the truck rumbling and scraping and bumping. Like you even get like the the hobo's like reactions when he's like driving through the seat the yep. set from street trash or whatever. The, <laughs> the poor guy just trying to put his trash can out. Oh yeah. Like, oh, and then he drops his glasses and the van misses the glasses. Oh, yeah. The truck. Misses the glasses. Oh, yeah, cops crush the glasses. <laughs> I love that one there. That, that and but and to your point too, Izzy. Like when he gets stuck, the way they build the tension is fantastic because it's between the, the guy in the van trying to start the van back up because it ran out of gas earlier. It's between that and him like flooring it and double clutching and trying to get you know enough torque to get busted loose from there under the truck wrapped up in all the wire and shit one of the cops climbed under there oh, yeah, cause to the, try to get when it. he slammed on the brakes the cops like stopped his back bumper or whatever they got the oh, uh, yeah, they got yeah. the, their their nose light or whatever stuck under the truck yeah so they were trying to like wedge it out and they can't get around the truck to tell quid they're back there so yeah you got the cop underneath who's trying to trying to figure it out and yeah. <laughs> he's crawling yeah. through a fucking saw trap with the wires and shit like right? ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you got a yeah stacy keach is all sweaty like hunkered over like i mean you know his truck is still his livelihood this yeah. is mm-hmm. essentially his home and you got yeah, this this is where i live now yeah. yeah he's got uh bought the dogs there like growling oh yeah and then we see grant page coming out of the van he's got yeah. his shovel <gasps> and the headlights mm-hmm. on him so he got that creepy look on his face and then he starts fucking wailing on the front of the truck. <laughs> and uh... and in all honesty, up until this point, as far as we can tell, this movie is only about a truck driver who's stalking a guy in yeah. a van. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. There is no evidence that this man killed anybody. Yeah. <laughs> we have one unreliable narrator. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, and and it's so perfect because when he busts, he busts loose in, in the truck, and it runs over top of the guy's van. <laughs> Dude, when it fucking like kicks into gear and like jumps on top of the van. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that rules so hard, man! Oh, it's such a great scene. And then the, and so and then the trailer he... comes crashing down, like just like within inches of the cop's head. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he's yeah he's damn near dead. Then. So he gets out of it and just starts beating the dog shit out of that guy. Like, grabbing him by the back of the head and just ramming his face into this fucking storm drain gate. Yeah. Or grate. Just repeatedly just beating him to... 
it brutally, oh, yeah. brutally, like a fucking kill in that game, Manhunter. Yeah. Oh, oh, we, we got to talk about it. Yeah, he gets out. He's like looking in the van. And he sees someone moving around in a blanket or whatever. Yeah. And then yeah. that's when Grand Page like pops up behind him, like, like I don't know, fucking Mike Myers. And he's got the garrote wire yeah. from earlier, and is like trying to choke him out. But he's got the flashlight in the way, and yeah. it like catches it. And that's the only reason. Like Keach is able to, yeah, then start just pulverizing the shit out of him. Yeah, just ground and pounding the shit out of this guy. And then, then all of a sudden the police lights light him up and it's yeah. like, oh shit, I just look like an unhinged, methed out lunatic that's beating a poor man to death in the <laughs> middle of a fucking alleyway. And about to choke him out with a fucking guitar string or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I look like I look like Stacy Keach with one button on my shirt. Yeah, he's out of one button. Oh no. Yeah, and unscathed too. Not a mark on this man. <laughs> yeah, and also the entire fucking town shows up when the cops flash on the lights. <laughs> you got the Mrs. Day from earlier, like, "Oh, that's him. That's the one that was acting all fucking weird." You got he tried to push me off cliff. You got everyone from the roadhouse earlier, like turning yeah. on the jukebox. Apparently, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, like, it's like that last episode of Seinfeld when they're being <laughs> yeah. when they're on trial yeah. and everybody they've ever fucked over (laughs) (laughs) it's like that yeah yeah and so the cops are like all right well clearly you're going to prison for the rest of your life stacy keach and And meanwhile dude just starts like just homer simpson into the leaves walking away like oh and nobody needs me anymore and and people are so like you you all right mate like yeah 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 i'm just gonna go over here Yeah. yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go away. I gotta go someplace not here. Yeah, then quit. He starts screaming like, "No, no! Check the van! Check the van! There's someone in the van!" And I'm like, "Okay." At this point, if Jamie Lee Curtis is dead, quit is fucked. Right? Period. Oh, I know. <laughs> this movie is fucking over if she's dead. Yeah. Like in the, uh, I'm sure in like the European cut, nothing happens. That just starts rolling credits at this point when he's just screaming and oh being pinned by like a dozen <laughs> cops. But yeah. Yeah. It'd be a real easy edit to make on this movie, and then just throw it back up on the blood bank. Somebody watches it; they're like, "What the fuck? Yeah, wait, what <laughs> the fuck was that?" We <laughs> <laughs> do the Stephen King thing; it just pops up with some dialogue, like he was diagnosed with schizophrenia, and after a long oh, stint in <laughs> yeah. the mental, uh, med- uh, oh my god, I'm trying to think like the yeah. the Perth Institute for Mental Well Being <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Where he met a uh, uh, mentally deficient man with magical powers. Yeah, but that's another story. Played by Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, so then, uh, yeah, they they check the van. um, And uh, also, uh, this is where uh, Boz starts barking. And he's like, wait a minute. Boz is barking? (laughs) Is he just a fucking dog, oh, I yeah. guess? I don't know. He barks. His whole life has been a lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He's just a dog. And then he grabs a shotgun. No. And, anyway. Uh, old yellers. Him. <laughs> you lied to me. But, uh, yeah, they pull out Pamela. And, uh, and they're like, Oi, which one of these two blokes is the one that nicked you? And she's like, that, 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 that one. The, 
the... It's like, hey, idiot, I came out of the van, yeah. not the truck, you yeah. dumb dumb. This yes, saved much. my ass. He's been trying to warn you guys for like three days now, and the cops just keep ignoring him. And those, these, all these crazy bitches, I don't know what's wrong with them. And I was expecting, like, Smith to, like, I don't know, start running or do anything other than just, like, where you go at me? <laughs> like, like, not even yeah, say, just kind of yeah. like a... Like shrug the shoulders and like put the cuffs on, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> that Jessica is one thing I will say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking freeze frame roll credits, but no. From beginning to end, I love this killer because uh, he's a man of class. You catch him at the end, and you know he's like, you know what? Well played. Yeah, he raises the cuffed hands and gives a little slow clap uh, or whatever. <laughs> Quick little golf clap. Yeah. He's like, yeah, well done. Well done. <laughs> uh, you, you have bested me in my riddles. And he's like, wait, what riddles? Oh, you yeah, weren't we following a series of riddles to like the next location we were going to meet at? Well, then who? No, I was just driving. <laughs> Cut back to the roadhouse and some guy at the it's jukebox sad. is like, uh, something about riches three. Whatever. I throws it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat this piece of paper. And he throws it away. <laughs> Gives a little wipe on the backside and tosses it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like Holds in the bathroom in stall. Wait, with the, the Back at the place with the, the motorcycle guy or whatever. Oh, there's God, something yeah. scrawled on the wall. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> the racist fucking graffiti on the damn wall. Well, I guess Moriarty has finally met his Holmes. <laughs> Like, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you are living an entirely different movie, sir. <laughs> the sequel's told from Smith's perspective. It'd be so great if a cop was, they're just talking to the cop at the end of it, and he's like, well, what, what, what was it all about? I mean, all the killing and everything. And the cop's like, oh, something to do with the union. <laughs> yeah, the meat workers union. And you're like, what? He's like, ah, that's, you know, enough story. Anyway, <laughs> let's watch this uh, chick bent over scrubbing. Yeah, dude. Okay, so yeah, we cut to morning. Quinn and Pam, they're just walking away on the highway or whatever. And it's like, oh, at least I was able to salvage that meat. Now what are we gonna do? I don't know. Who gives a shit? And <laughs> just you know, when you pay a hundred dollars for a dog or for a dingo, you expect him to be a dingo. Yeah. Fair oh, point. Oh, and he also is like, you know what? I forgot to tell the cops about those two extra slabs of pork or whatever in the back. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's probably nothing. Yeah. And then, yeah, we cut to, you know, butchers butching and, uh, I don't know, all the slabs are cleaned out of the back. And we got, yeah, like you were saying, the cleaning lady just like scrubbing out the back of the trailer. And then, Eddie, what happens? Well, she notices a piece of piano wire or guitar string, sorry, hanging down. It like touches her on the side of the head. So she's like, oh, what's that? And grabs it and pulls and a fucking head (laughs) falls down. Into her bucket of uh, uh, sudsy liquid, <laughs> and I, I do like though that that um, while while Jamie Lee Curtis at the end while they're talking, she's eating a burger, yes, and he's eating like a carrot or some shit, and then she just looks at the burger and she's like, uh. and I'm like, she no, like that's tosses a burger. it that's to the pork. side, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, head falls in the bucket, the doors to the trailer close, says tomorrow's bacon, roll credits, guys, that's road games. <laughs> Yeah, and what credits they are. Dude. (laughs) 
there's some there's some fun ones in the credits. Like uh, the killer is listed as Smith or Jones. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They have everybody's uh, all of uh, Quid's names for them. Like yeah. Sneezy Rider yeah. and Mr. Frugal. Yeah. And Frugal Frugal's children. Uh, and uh, by the way, the uh, the dog Boswell, the the dog actor's name was Killer. Yeah. Which I would have been suspicious of him the entire movie. What you 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 think there's gonna be blatant enough to have Killer be the killer? <sighs> you know, was this an M Night movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> was it? I remember. Uh, when Steve and I were talking about getting a dog, at one point Steve made a joke about if we got a pit bull, he was going to name it the butler. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was just thinking about like character names or whatever, and I was, of course, thinking about Angel Heart as I do three times a day. <laughs> you Lou Cipher? Are you fucking kidding me? Steve, you legitimately <laughs> think about Angel Heart more than any human I know. Have you seen that chicken dance you with Lisa think about, You think about uh, Angel Heart more than it thinks about you, babe. Just You don't just know that. that. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, guys, that's Road Games. Uh, Eddie, would you recommend this movie? Oh, absolutely. I have a uh, real soft spot for 80s horror, uh, Australian horror. That's, that's when we're talking about Razorback. It was a fantastic uh so if you want to like double feature it up do do this one up and then throw on some razorback man you, you got a good afternoon right there oh yeah yeah how about you Ben? yeah absolutely oh absolutely this movie is so much fun yeah totally yeah it's yeah it's yeah, a good, it's good solid thriller it's not gory so like don't worry about that there's definitely some implied gore no oh, yeah. but like no actual like real gore um so if you if you excuse me if you're nervous about that, don't be. There is implied dog peril, but don't worry. The dog is fine. He gets a smudge on his forehead at some point. Yeah. <laughs> he does. And then he gets to bark for his little doggy life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess the only flaw in this movie is there's not enough tits, 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 tits. No, but uh, no, it's great. Guys. <laughs> no gratuitous movies, really. Yeah, I, no. Yeah. No. I mean, you do get a little bit with the guitar scene in the beginning, but it's mostly like side, yeah, side and from boob behind boob. And, yeah. 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 I mean, you can make it work in a pinch. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, in 1981, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely like a good little psychological thriller. Oh, man, I just thought, I, Australians, how did they find porn there if there was no woods? Oh, where do Australians Ooh. find it? They must find it on the beaches. You know where they find it? Huh. kangaroo pouches mm. oh that's mm. that's why you got a box of kangaroo to that's get his right. porn oh okay. now now to the victor goes the spoils <laughs> pulls it out i think that's what the actual definition of being on walkabout is oh, looking uh, for, trying looking to find for porn. a root of punch for <laughs> well, punching your root could also just be an australian slang for masturbating <laughs> i'm glad that on this podcast we can expose people to other cultures that's right <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the best things about podcasting is being really knowledgeable and sharing that <laughs> with other people. Completely fact-based. Mm-hmm, 100%. Now, that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Oh, but when we come back, we have more beer. What? Fun facts. And what we learn from Road Game. Hey, everybody. Are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well, then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com. The top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Oh, that's a 
Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hey everybody, this is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man... Or zombies, or dragons, or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh god, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me? For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where is my Nick Cage Pissing Fire podcast? Where is my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere until I found everything I learned from movies podcast with Stephen Izzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest living actor? Nicolas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies? Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon, free on all the major podcatchers. I'm Lucian Greaves of the Satanic Temple, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. And we're back! Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have ever added in the history of adding! Oh, she said it! They get better every week! This dog is like... millimeters away <laughs> from, like, hitting the escape button on your computer. Yeah, so if, uh... <laughs> Wanna... The dog's fallen asleep, and his little nose has just, like, drifted towards the <laughs> oh. laptop, and the as the sleepies take over, it's just getting lower and lower. <laughs> so we start hearing random, oh. like, bling, or whatever, that's probably what it is. <laughs> no soundboards, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, babe, I don't know about you, I'm, I'm a little thirsty. Oh, well, I am still sober, so let's fix that. Yeah. We have, welcome. from Rogue Brewing... Colossal Claude, mm. dedicated to fishing stories. Imperial IPA. It's been a few decades since Colossal Claude sighting has been reported, but we're fairly certain massive sea monsters have been laying low off the coast of his favorite brewery. Word has it that after years of terrifying sailors and feasting on salmon, he acquired a taste for hops. We brewed this Imperial IPA with colossal dose of Cascade, Chinook, Citra, and Strata hops in hopes of coaxing, coaxing Claude to join us for a pint. Boom. It's bitter, piney, citrus, tropical. 
8.2% alcohol by volume. Nice. I'm going to pop my top. Oh, it's up. Nice. <laughs> and the pour. Yeah. Oh yeah, beautiful light straw colored beer. Tiny bit hazy, probably from the hops. Gorgeous white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles, and they're dissipating quickly. Tiny bubbles dissipating quickly. Oh, Ooh. it smells hoppy. It smells citrusy. Yeah, a little, little dankness in there. But... little dank there, yeah. Mm. We're not full Eddie dank, but little little dank. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing on that end, Eddie? Well, I'm doing just fine. Uh, I really don't try to get out of my mind on stuff, so I'll take a little puff off the thing here every couple of hours or so. I'm not like Tim Yobo yeah, hitting like a hundred milligram fucking edible. That <laughs> or his volcano. I don't know how you. Got. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, I don't know how that man stands. We have to get my buddy Sid together with Tim Yobo at some point. Oh gee, yeah. <laughs> uh. Eddie, have you heard about the last time Steve got high? Possibly the only uh, time I Steve's heard. gotten high. <laughs> Steve's a big dude. Well, it takes was... a lot to get Steve high. Uh, my buddy Sid, yeah, he... I've known Sid forever. So just so you know, I, I don't partake. I have control issues. <laughs> but <laughs> I celebrate people who do. Um, yeah. And people who, who who can let loose. My buddy Sid loves to try just just about anything. Um, and I will be his, I'll be his DD anytime. Uh, so for our going away party, when we're getting ready to move to Utah, he made, uh, magic cookies mm. and he told us that he specifically made them half dose because the last, the weekend before he had made them his full dose and two people went to the hospital. Ooh. <laughs> so he made them half dose. So yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> so Steve had a cookie. Yeah, like like one of the little like thumb cookies, basically, like just a little, okay. like a little cookie, like maybe an ounce. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. Sid Sid was like, "Oh no, Steve, you're a big dude. You should have three or four. And Steve's like, "I'll start with one." And then my friend Katie yeah. had a cookie, and Katie is like four eleven, eighty seven pounds, dripping wet. So mm. Steve and Katie had the same dose, mm-hmm. one oh, cookie. No. Probably within 15 minutes or so. About that, yeah. Yeah, the two of them were sitting in the corner just saying to each other, I'm very uncomfortable. Yeah. I am also very uncomfortable. You know, I'm really uncomfortable. I am also very uncomfortable. I was at a party surrounded by my family and friends, and I was like, I'm not going to leave this chair. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I am nervous right now. I got to get packed up because we're leaving tomorrow. The sun was setting in San Francisco. It was like 55 degrees, and Steve was worried he was going to overheat. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's like 95? <laughs> what the fuck's going on? They're like, no, babe, it's like, you should probably put a jacket on. I'm like, no, it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> yeah, I was... Like, not in a good place. No, they... Yeah, and Steve just kept offering it. Everybody kept looking at Steve and Katie and going, Oh, no, thank you, Sid. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so yeah, it ended up being a really good party. Um, some really, really sweet friends of ours uh, took Katie home for the night to keep an eye on her. <laughs> so she didn't have to go back to uh, her brother's uh, place with young uh, niece and nephew and in that kind of state. And... Uh, so you know, we're mostly packed up. So I pull out my little uh, my little tablet, and I'm like, "Hey, Steve, we're gonna watch a nice, comfortable movie. We're gonna watch Clue. You've yeah. seen this a thousand times mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the whole time. 
See, yeah, it's Clue on Prime. So the whole time, Steve's just like, I'm very worried about Tim Curry. Like, I'm very worried about him. I'm like, honey, you've seen this movie. You know what happens. He's like, and Steve looks at me dead on and is like, but what ending is it going to be? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> and I was like, honey, it's Prime. I think it's all of them. And he just goes back to, yeah. I'm really worried about Tim Curry. <laughs> I'm always worried about Tim Curry. Have you seen Congo? <laughs> and then he's yeah. like, babe, is this what anxiety is like? Is this what you live with every day? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, <laughs> When I was starting to come down, I'm like, my God, that was horrible. That's how you live every day? <laughs> yes, babe. Mm. This is why the suicide jokes are so funny, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, so was the last time Steve got high. There you go. So, yeah, no. what I figure is we got to have uh, Sid and Tim get together, do a little bake-off, and then nobody's allowed <laughs> to touch any of the treats but them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kidding, man. Dude. And and hats off to your friend for making the cookies very small. One one thing people don't realize with the whole edible thing, the idea isn't that it tastes really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because whatever you put that shit in, it's going to just taste like you're eating weed. Yeah. Yeah. So you really want to just kind of get it over with. It's, it's making it effective, not delicious, you know? <laughs> right. So right. this is why, like, so, I don't know, like, I know with edibles, like, the problem a lot of people run into is that they they have it, they don't feel anything, and then they have more, and you can't really undo it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it starts kicking in. So, like, why is it that, like, the gummy bears, it's like, you can have one gummy bear. Gummy bears are, like, the most delicious thing in the world. You're supposed to eat them by the handful. How is this not mm-hmm. a bad... How is, how, is, how, how is the gummy bear the best delivery source? Because you're supposed or, like, to take one. One little gummy yeah, bear. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to tell a high person to stop eating the gummy bears. Yeah, I guess it's like, as far as putting an oil into a candy, maybe that's an easier delivery method than making like a gobstopper or something. Yeah. And again, you don't want to stick with the flavor for too long. So you don't really want like a now and later. Yeah, just like down the hatch. You want like a little uh, little liquid yeah, crap or something. Like, like, like <laughs> yeah, but like 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 putting it in brownies. Brownies are delicious. I can eat sober. Yeah. I can eat a tray of brownies. Why would you put an illicit yeah. substance into something that I'm only supposed to have one ounce of? Yeah, that's true. Then you just eat all of it. Yeah. Yeah, like you're asking yeah. for yeah, MDs. Yeah, bad Fun fact. It's a bad movie. Well, yeah, so there's that. Uh, hey, would you guys like to know any fun facts about this movie? I don't know, Steve. Sure. Are they fun facts? Super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. Uh, we'll find out, I guess. All right, Rotten Tomatoes. Woo! Eddie, what do you think the critics thought of Road Games? Ooh. There is a rating? There is a rating. Okay. I'm going to say 46%. Is he? Oh, I feel like the critics don't know shit about shit, so I'm going to go with my super generous 17% and hope I'm wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, this is certified fresh at 92% with the critics. Yes! Good for them. The critics finally got it right, right? Yeah, yeah. But... Nobody gives a fuck about the critics. What about that audience fuck score? Fuck those critics. Mm. Just as soon as you said that in my head, 88 popped in my head immediately. 88, is he? 104. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, also certified fresh, but at 61% with the really? audience. Apparently they want to see some tits. No, fuck. <clears throat> Who are yeah. these dickheads? Now I got to go on there and start yelling at people. That's right. 
with a budget of 1.75 million Australian didgeridoo dollars, mm-hmm. Road Games mm-hmm. was at the time the most expensive film to be made in Australia. <laughs> oh shit! It was because they destroyed that boat, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. This this yeah. was it, huh? In 1981, wow. this was the th- this was the Avengers of the Australian <laughs> film industry. Man, that's insane. Right? Um, Richard Franklin and Everett DeRoche created the character Quid with former truck driver Sean Connery in mind for the part. But of course, the film's budget wouldn't allow it. (laughs) Guys, can you imagine Sean Connery in this fucking movie? That would be fantastic. (laughs) Like, just spouting poetry and going down his own, like, I don't know, downward spiral of... He's not a dog. He's a dingo. The dingo. <laughs> You're fucking great. Uh, Stacy Keach learned to drive a 16-gear semi-truck in just two days for the role of Quid. He drove the truck about 1,600 miles during the production of the film. Also, oh, fuck man. you, truck drivers. If you can learn your skill in two days. <laughs> that's right. Well, you got to uh, develop those calluses on your ass, too. So that's Oh, yeah. that's true. Have you that's ever tried true. breaking in an ass groove in a brand new truck? Or even I worse, haven't... a truck with already an ass groove in it? Oof. I feel like if you have a truck with an existing ass groove, you're better off just getting a new seat. No, your yeah. ass will form to that ass groove. You now have another what? guy's ass. <laughs> you have another guy's ass on your ass. So you meet in the middle, is what you're saying. That makes sense. <laughs> Hey, Steve, real quick, just for context, uh, I don't know the highest budget American movie in 1981, but but uh, Cannonball Run's probably up in the running, right? Probably, yeah. All right, $17 million for that. Oh. Australia, $1.2 didgeridollars, which I <laughs> yeah. think that the equivalent in America would be, uh, well, I think it would be the salary that they fed him. Yeah, about, about 800 k or something, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 800 carats, no. Uh, let's see. Lisa Pierce was originally cast as Hitch, but AVCO Embassy Pictures, who had contributed a half million dollars to the film's production, so all of it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pushed for an American actress to be cast instead. Richard Franklin huh. then asked his old USC friend John Carpenter to put him in touch with Jamie Lee Curtis, as they had oh. briefly met when Franklin was visiting Carpenter on the set of The Fog. However, this movie rankled Actors' Equity of Australia, which nearly mixed the production altogether. (gasps) Well, yeah, there you go. Who would be the Australian Jamie Lee Curtis back then? Did they they have, like, an equivalent? I guess Lisa Pierce? No, I don't... Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, Australian actresses back in the 70s, like, from the movies we watched. I guess but it would just be... The, just tits. the only one I know is uh, Brian Trenchard Smith's wife, who popped up in everything that And she's that not really did. Australian. She's British. Oh, shit, that's right. They could just put a wig on Paul Hogan. Yeah, right. Do, like, uh, Eddie Murphy with the clumps. There you go. He just plays everybody in the movie. All right. <laughs> what, Grant Page. What, what year was this again? Uh, 1981. Yeah. 1981 Australian actresses like I only that's know what like, I put in. Nicole Kidman and like Kylie Minogue but it's like no that's like the 90s Steve yeah that's that's not 81 alright yeah. Australian film actresses with movies released in the 1980s that were not four when the movie yeah. came out Judy Davis ooh yeah she's uh, in the movie Passage to India Winter of Our Dreams, Kangaroo, Georgia, High Tide. 
Hmm. Kangaroo, Georgia. That yeah. sounds good. Oh, who was uh, Eskimo Nell from that true story of Eskimo Nell that Richard Franklin did? Let's see. I don't know. Uh, Wendy Hughes was an actress. She kind of looks like a Macaulay Culkin sister. Ooh. Judy Greta Davis. S- uh, Scot- Greta Scotchy? Yeah, a little bit. She's Italian cute. Name. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah. English, Italian, Australian. Spend time in Australia. Um... This is actually like an in-depth article. The Coca-Cola Kid. Oh, shit. Oh, she was in German movies apparently in the early 80s. Oh, okay. She's like the later 80s. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, anyway. Anyway, it was Jamie Lee Curtis. Anyway, if there were Australian Nicole actresses. Nicole Kidman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Nicole B- Kidman. BMX Bandit's own Nicole Kidman. <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd watch it if it was Hogan in a wig. Yeah. <laughs> this movie's solid. Grant, Grant Page in a wig. Are you yeah. going to shave the beard, Mr. Page? Nope. No, you can leave it. We'll it's just put makeup. Fact, we'll you know put... Screw it up. Get it scruffy. Yeah, get it scruffy. Yeah. We'll mat it down with oil. Put some concealer on it. It looks like you got a full face. We'll put some pigtails on you. Yeah, yeah a little blush. Yeah, by the way, guys, the executive producer <laughs> billed in the opening credits is Mr. Bernard mm-hmm. Schwartz. Who's he, Steve? That is Jamie Lee Curtis's father, Tony Curtis's real name. Oh. Tony Curtis, an executive producer on this movie. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, now it makes a little bit more sense. The, we didn't get to see any titties? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the story that Quid tells Hitch. Uh, oh, yeah, this is about the 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 was the telegraph station being overran with rabbits or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all my fun facts. But, ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the most important part. What did we learn from road games? Uh, Eddie, is our guest, would you like to go first? Sure. Yeah, I learned that you could overtake Australia with rabbits. <laughs> yeah, to this day. Oh, I could starve Australia them out. has a huge problem with uh, rabbits and cane toads. Mm, yeah, I knew the cane toad thing. Didn't know the rabbits were still an issue, though. After after the telegraph center, I figured they would have. Didn't didn't Australia also just like lose a war to birds or something? Emus. It's a Emus. movie coming up soon, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, fucking Australia, man. You guys got to get better at, at fighting animals. <laughs> <laughs> well, they banned guns. Yeah, there, there's a reason uh, all the uh, post-apocalyptic Mad Max type movies are like. They ban- Look, they banned guns. A couple yeah. of kids got shot, and they all turned into pussies. <laughs> <laughs> American kids, kids get shot every day, bro. Why are our numbers down in Australia? I have no idea. <laughs> no, Listen. I would move to Australia in a heartbeat. Please take me. Six, Listen, 6,000 children get gunned down in cold blood in America, but I'll tell you what, we don't have any problems with fucking rabbits. <laughs> we ain't lost a word of rabbits or emus. <laughs> That's right. Although, That's the buffalo, how that one turned out. We'll kill although, our own, thank you. Although, in the early uh, early 2000s, late 90s, a uh, couple of cattle farms did almost get overtaken by ostriches here in America. <laughs> it was a whole thing. So were they going to buy the farm out from the farmer and convert it to something else? Eddie, a hostile you live, takeover. Eddie, you yeah. live in California. You don't remember uh, all the uh, all the cattle farmers thought they were oh, going to no. get rich off of... Uh, ostriches and it turns out you can't no. catch an ostrich when it's out in the field no 90s i was up in washington so oh uh, you missed that i grew up like I late 90s early 2000s everybody got a bunch of ostriches 
in far, in, on their farmland because they thought for sure they were going to get rich. They can sell the yeah. eggs. Yeah. They can they, sell the meat. Would it shock you if I told you there was an ostrich farm across the street from where I lived in the mid-90s? No. Yeah. See, you get it. Yeah. But you yeah. can't, the problem is, once you've released them, you can't catch them. Fuck. They're mean, motherfuckers. Yeah, I, I, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I see the movies where like the guys are like riding them like in, like they're horse racing, but with ostriches and shit. And they're just kind of like right? clinging on to the feathers as they're as like they clinging can. to the tail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like, no, thank you. <laughs> they're like the parasite on the side of a whale, just hitching a ride or something. <laughs> like, like a remorid. My <laughs> <laughs> babe, uh, you learn anything from this movie? Oh. Uh, I learned that uh, meat is hung, men are hanged. Yeah. <laughs> I learned a uh, pig in a poke better start shaking. Tomorrow, today's pig is tomorrow's bacon. Woo! Well, Eddie, thank you so much for joining us here on everything yes, I learned from movies. Yes, thank you. Um, Absolutely, it was my pleasure. Excellent. I, I understand you also have a podcast. What? A uh, couple. Oh, actually, what? yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys didn't know. Oh, oh I, I've seen the four or listened to three episodes that have come out so far. But yeah, okay. what's, what's <laughs> well, uh, so the first and foremost, Bloody Bits Horror Show is a weekly podcast covering horror movies. We're doing a whole year of the 90s, bloodybits.com or patreon.com forward slash bloodybits for our bonus episodes in the blood bank. Other than that, though, I just started up a project called uh, Ed and Matt on Campus, which kind of sounds like Dead Man on Campus, which was a movie that came out in the 90s. Uh, Matt and I both had watched it and had some sort of a feeling of, of love for it in our past, and, and uh, we intersected. And uh, decided we should we should cover that on some sort of a podcast. And me being the, uh, I don't know what's wrong with my brain that does this. But sadist. I said, cool, sadist and masochist, I guess, both. <laughs> because I said, hey, Matt, why don't we watch it uh, once a week for an entire college year? And rather than covering the movie, we're just kind of documenting um, the experience, I guess. It's like we're keeping a journal together. Of, of the journey that we are traveling through here. Um, we, we've just reached episode three, which technically four, but the first one we didn't watch the movie. Uh, so yeah, you can check that out. It just, just look for Ed and Matt on campus. We don't have a website for it yet. Excellent. And uh, Eddie, uh, just so you're aware, I have never seen this movie. Mm, okay. So when you're ready to have guests, you know, for like episode 25 or whatever. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Once we're thoroughly tired of talking about the movie when we start having guests that's another one of my plans yeah you should definitely bring us on because yeah we've never we've never seen it so okay okay because we've got some theories about the movie and we we, there's a lot going on there so yeah we'll we'll have to have you guys on excellent uh babe are you on social media at all I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. You can find me on Patreon and Etsy at Untidy Venus. And you can find me over at IzzyCreates.com. You can also find me everywhere in Ogden. I'm at all the events. All of them. All of them. Uh, You can find me at the local Artisan Collective until they kick my happy ass out. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be at the... uh, See this October, we'll be at the Dia de los Muertos uh, Festival yes, at, at the end of the month. Union Station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're at the fall uh, 
farmer's market every Fall Saturday. Farmer's market in front of Ogden um, Amphitheater. Ooh, hopefully we'll be in that uh, dark nightmare in Huntsville. Yeah, the hopefully. attraction that's going to have vendors mm. there, apparently. Yeah. All kinds of shit. It's going to be great. You get to see my mother at some point. Oh yeah, we're, we're probably we'll probably have her as a third co-host on a couple episodes this Woo! next month. So stay tuned. <laughs> Ever wonder what someone in their mid seventies thinks about I don't know dinosaur movies? Let's find out. <laughs> you know my mom's view of movies. She'll watch pretty much anything in it as long as there's a good looking man. You could ask her about first-hand experiences with dinosaurs yeah. and how it compares right? to the movie. So, <laughs> exactly. so why did they just use a cell phone? Am I right? <laughs> What's yeah. a cell phone? <laughs> uh, Eddie, this is the woman whose favorite movie in the whole wide world is a boy and his dog. Ah, uh, wow. That's so this impressive. is what I was. This is what I was raised with. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. And of course, you can find us on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned from Movies, or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. movies. And uh, we'll have a, a new podcast coming up called uh, Congo on Campus, where we watch Congo every week. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, trust me, I thought about doing the Congo Minute podcast. I'm like, eh, just go on other people's podcasts and talk about yeah. the movie. That's you want to keep me. loving Congo. <laughs> I think you want to do. I don't think I'm going to stop loving it. I think if you watched it every week for a year, you might stop loving it as much as you do. Maybe. I think you want to do a podcast like this, like with Eddie, with a movie that like you like, but it's not your favoriteest movie in the whole wide world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm, interesting. Yeah, like, uh, oh, shoot. We just saw it. Uh, just, we, just, we just saw it on the blood bank. Eddie, what? Your favorite movie is the, the Something Sisters, Crank? right? Oh, Savage Sisters? Oh, oh, Nightmare Sisters? Nightmare Sisters. Oh, yeah. That's a fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do this project watching it once a week for a year with Nightmare Sisters, right? No, of course not. And the other one that popped to mind was Crank, as I just kind of yeah. spouted out. I'd, I'd never, I couldn't do that. That that, that yeah. holds too sacred want, a place in my heart. You want to keep it special. Yep, yep. All right, All right. point taken. Yeah, like I used to watch Big Trouble in Little China like once a month. And... I think more than that, it would be less special. Mm. There you go. Mm. Guys, what's your Congo or Dead Man on Campus or <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China? Let us know. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Eddie, the Axe. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. Ka-ching! <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> good night.